This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Forever. Dog. Warning, the following podcast contains the origin of cosplay, Lord Zed worship, toy vendor stalking, and Jason saying the name of a company that makes sweet pickles. All that plus Mighty Morphin Power Rangers live with guest Johnny Gargano. It's podcasting time on Podcast The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, the theme park podcast hosted by three men who, if they were Power Rangers, would all have giant swords that resemble wet fish. My name is Mike Carlson. <laughs> I guess I would also say like mackerel or something when I was doing that. Jason Sheridan joining me all, as always. Explain yourself, please. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I was thinking about what's like a lame animal that we would have when, you know, when they say like mastodon, pterodactyl, those sure. are dinosaurs. Obviously, but they've changed, you know, so many times during Power Rangers. And I f- figured, what would be our animals that our Zords would look like? So I thought wet fish makes the most sense. Okay. Jason shared in here. Hi. Yes, <laughs> I'm here. Uh, yeah, I understand it now. Okay. I understand it now. I mean, I think a lot of fish are pretty, you know, majestic and cool. But like that's probably why yeah. my fish, uh, that's why my animal would be a wet fish. Okay, fair enough. Scott Gardner here. Well, first off, what other way would a fish be? That's, That's their good... natural habitat. So it's no slam on a fish to say the fish is wet. If they're wet, they're living their best life. Yeah, you're, it's a good point. So are we, so damn it. So dry fish actually would be more embarrassing and would more play into the joke that I was trying to make that we're a three losers. <laughs> yeah, but also maybe more sad because of dry fish, you were thinking about their mortality. Okay. And while we might die in the face of a Power Rangers type battle... Uh, I don't regard ourselves with that degree of depression that we are uh, uh, fish choking mm. on the the deck of a yeah. boat. That said, I also there's there is some I don't totally disagree with the metaphor, and I I think within it we would still pick like like are we who's a cod and who's a trout and yeah. Um, squid. There's one with like a really harsh like scrod. Or it's not scrap. Scrod is something Jason definitely ate growing up. Scrod, right? Good scrod um, guy. I've not actively ordered scrod, but I've likely sampled scrod. <laughs> but that is like a mundane, like when they're not, when we're maybe not serving the top of the line fish. Maybe scrod is what. Uh, yeah, we're is it at. like a bottom feeder? Is what they would call it? Like that's the that's like a real like cheap dirty fish. 
I can't speak to that. I think it's definitely a fish where you're getting like a salad and a drink and a dessert with it. You're getting it on a platter with two sides. You okay. know? A lot of support. Like as with forming the big uh, mega ranger by needs help, uh, things added to it. What's the when they mm -hmm. all form? What's it called? Uh, oh, it's a Megazord or a, or yeah. a Megazord or so a mega a mega squad is helped out by mashed potatoes Jason, and a beverage. Yeah, Jason's version of a Megazord is when a soup and salad combine to make a meal. <laughs> when you get both, yeah. yeah. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. It's a big transfer. Oh, dude, it's like going into his stomach and iceberg lettuce. Go. <laughs> Blue cheese, go! And that's Scrod. the salad. That is most of the salad you have described right now at these sorts of family right, restaurants. Point. Two ingredients, the ultimate salad. Uh, yeah. Ready for battle. <laughs> With the electricity and the <laughs> soloing. Uh, we have a guest, though. Uh, we have to bring him. We have so much to talk about here. Uh, folks, you know him from WWE, NXT, pro wrestling in general because he's Johnny Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Johnny Gargano. Hi guys, how are you? Hi Johnny, we're doing fine. We're talking salads here on podcast. I heard, I heard. You did. I, I like the 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 idea of. I, I appreciate now that I'm here to kind of be the Power Ranger expert as well, because uh, you had a, a mix up between Megazord or Dragonzord. And you yes. Know what ultimate came. Megazord would be the correct answer. Yes. That you were looking for, by the way. But uh, yeah, I get it. First, <laughs> first of many. Uh, I did my my knowledge is not so great. So you already you've proven your knowledge vastly beyond mine. I'm sure it'll. Keep so are on. you guys? Were you guys? Did you guys watch Power Rangers at all? Yes. Oh yeah. Up. Yes. Okay. Yes. Did you? Okay. Okay. Not okay. me. Sure. I explained this on the show once when Power Rangers came up. Before we did a little like small component of Power Rangers once before, and I said that I was really into the Ninja Turtles, and then. Power Rangers came around and I started telling my parents about it. And there's a bunch of them. There's red one and yellow one. And, they, uh, and they're and they all different types of animals. And my mom just said, hey, what if you skipped this one? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I can see that. I can see the logic in that. Yeah, then we save the money on the toys. Okay, all right, not doing it. And that was the end so of where, that. She like really so where did you go me. from? You went from Ninja Turtles to where? What was Pro your next? Probably like reading Entertainment Weekly. <laughs> oh, no. <Probably> reading <laughs> Owen Gleiberman reviews. <laughs> box because office I, went, I went through the natural progression of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to Power Rangers. Mm -hmm. Like those were the, that was the next step in evolution for me. It was um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers, then mm -hmm. pro wrestling. That was like my evolution. <laughs> wow. My it would have been mine, there. I think, if that was the only <laughs> missing component. I'd be right there with you. Yeah, we'd be, yeah. We'd be in the <laughs> ring together, each other. I think. Yeah, oh, guaranteed. <laughs> Johnny, um, any X-Men in there? X-Men between Ninja of Turtles course. and Power yes, Rangers? Yeah. Okay. So I was a big uh, X-Men, the animated series uh, person, mm -hmm. a big Spider-Man, the animated series person, as you can tell from my back wall over here. Uh, I have many, many uh, uh, a superhero toy and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I that was, that was like my... I think I started at like Sesame Street because I saw mm -hmm. Sesame Street sure. live growing up. Uh, uh, and then obviously went to uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Then like there was a, a pit stop of like Spider-Man, X-Men, uh, Power Rangers, all the superhero stuff, Batman, the animated series, and then uh, ultimately pro wrestling. And I always felt like I had like a weird thing in my head where I could only like one thing at a time. Mm. I don't know what it was. I felt like I was cheating on something if I liked something <laughs> too much. Right. I don't know why that was my weird bugaboo when I was little, but that was apparently a thing that I did. Oh, I tried to like everything at once and uh, just permanently damaged my brain forever, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Power Rangers, I like you're a little younger than I am, but Power Rangers, I like knew was maybe not something I should like because I was so sophisticated, but I did like it regardless <laughs> and would like 
I remember I did get the dragon sword. So when I said that, like, I'm really embarrassed that because like, I know what the difference is. I'm sorry is. for calling you out on no, that. No, I was sitting here okay. as a Power Ranger fan. Like, what is he doing? He's you're, blowing it. You're a bigger Power Ranger fan than I am for sure. <laughs> but I did drag my, like at 9 PM, my mom, like, or 8.55, Toys R Us called us and they were like, you know, with that dragon sword you have on hold, we have it in stock. And I begged my mom to go that moment. She's like, we can go tomorrow, can't we? And I was like, we cannot go tomorrow. <laughs> so we like bolted to Toys R Us to get wow. that Dragon Zord. So like the Dragon Zord to me was like, if I had to pick one present, one Christmas present mm-hmm. as a child, as the one that was like the height of my happiness, <laughs> it would probably be the Dragon Zord because my parents Christmas storied me. If you understand that reference. So I wanted the Dragon Zord so much. That was like the number one thing I wanted on my Christmas list that year. And I opened all my presents and it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And I was heartbroken only for my dad to be like, is there something behind the tree? And then it, for it to be behind the tree. Mm. So, but that was like a thing that my parents did after that. They saw how well it worked out. They did it like every single year then after that, but they did it in like u- new unique ways where it'd be like, okay, the Dragon Zord was behind the tree. What can we do next? Okay, we're gonna leave this pinball set on his bunk bed and say that Santa fell asleep in the middle and while he was delivering the presents. He had to take a nap mm-hmm. and he left it there. Like, hey Johnny, go let the dog outside. Oh, the presents at the bottom of the steps now. So <laughs> I say, I say all the time now, looking back on it as an adult, I'm like, my parents really should have just sucked it up and been like, we're gonna have a bad Christmas this year. Because after that, I kind of expected, like, where's the big present gonna be? Like, what, what's gonna, where's it, where's it gonna yeah. end up? One year, they should have just been like, you didn't get it. So then the years after that, there's always that little hint of danger where it's like, maybe, maybe it's not going to be there this year. <laughs> so but, that's, that's my parenting tip for anyone else out there that I will eventually probably do to my son now. Yeah. So yeah. you have a, a, a new son, very new. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And so you're saying every three or four Christmases, you're going to yeah. really let him down. Yeah. Hopefully he's <laughs> just a bad person that year. So I can kind of justify it. Oh, sure. But yeah. I, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> when he's four and he's really bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, See, uh, life lesson. My parents, uh, I also got the Dragon Zord for Christmas one year, and it was out of the box with like everything put together and any like stickers or decals put on it. So it was ready to go. And I think that was the last year my parents uh, went that far <laughs> because those <laughs> wow. were so complicated. I think maybe one year I got an N64, like some sort of video mm-hmm. game system mm-hmm. where it was like yep. set up and ready to go. Right. You're saying that's the last time they put like some hard effort into assembling. <laughs> well, no, but like in addition to wrapping, then having to assemble oh, yeah. these yeah. plastic toys that honestly are pretty easy to break. Yeah, my mom put my mom and dad. Let's assume my dad was there. Uh, put together the Ninja Turtle sewer for me, so it was out of the box. Oh yeah, on Christmas morning, and that's probably yep. the most like that's the best Christmas memory of seeing the sewer, which fell apart immediately and never stayed together. See, I had the I had the sewer, I had the sewer too, but the, I, I, I get I got weird presents in weird ways. So my parents said I couldn't get the sewer for some strange reason, but my grandma at the time got it for me and put it underneath like my dad as a as a restaurant, and she used to sit at like the desk at the restaurant and answer phones. She'd be like, Johnny, go underneath the desk. And I crawled underneath the desk and the sewer was just sitting underneath the desk. And like, she didn't tell my parents that she got me the sewer. So I had a little surprise, like secret sewer wow. underneath the desk at my parents' restaurant. You were constantly on guard for presents. I know. You just never knew what could happen. Yeah, I know. Like, you were worried not being well, like getting scared or something. of like, I'm going to turn the corner and there'll be a present there. Yeah. Be fair, though, like I kind of miss that, that little bit of 
like danger now because back then, especially with like the dragons or the sewer mm-hmm. or these hot toys at the time, where like you couldn't find them. Like there was a very real risk where like yeah. Like the movie uh, Jingle All the Way is, is real. Like I, that was based on Power Rangers, obviously, mm-hmm. because there's a very real risk where like a parent couldn't provide that toy for their child for Christmas. And I kind of miss that now because like with eBay and like thing in the Internet, like mm-hmm. I, something's always going to be available if you're willing to pay an astronomical price for it. Right. But like I missed like the danger of I, I want I'm a psychopath. I want to like go to Toys R Us if those still existed and wait at midnight and try to get this toy for my kid like i feel like that'd be fun maybe i would hate it after a while but mm-hmm. at least once i want to try it well guess what the danger of not getting things you want is back what would the supply chain issues uh <laughs> let's go brandon right so oh scott you got your wish scott not now not on the theme no, park you said podcast. i could start doing it on this no. one <laughs> not this one not, not my, this not my one. podcast i do under a pseudonym <laughs> yeah let people find that one on their own uh yeah well the the so i want to talk real quick about toy collecting in general before because we have a lot uh, yeah. we're gonna talk about power rangers live today but a couple topics real quick so we're talking about toys because there's doing a lot of retro toys now you see you have some also to the mm-hmm. listener who might be listening we there's this is a video we're doing a little video now so if you go to i assume uh brett forever dog youtube we'll probably put that up there uh, who or our youtube yeah. whatever or we'll, it's just we'll have a link or, or no one sees it or it goes into a so, vault and you don't see it till we die <laughs> it's possible <laughs> it's any amount oh, of options prince, we have a prince like vault that we're putting a lot of video content <laughs> oh, finally, into the johnny power rangers episode <laughs> <laughs> our 2054 our state <laughs> will release it posthumously uh, and it'll be very exciting but you'll be able to see what we're talking about is what i'm saying here at the videos. forever dog studios by the way yeah 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 where there are lights on us and we don't look ashen gray as we usually That's, do on no. camera. <laughs> right, but these right. lights are hitting my massive forehead and I am trying not to be self-conscious about it. <laughs> now you know. They're they're really highlighting. We'll, fix, well, we'll fix it in post. Yeah. Um, but but Johnny, yeah, you have a ton of uh, of uh, vintage toys and I believe, yeah, retro, like new retro packaging uh-huh. toys. Um, and there's so much stuff like Ninja Turtle stuff I've talked about on the show before. Some of the Ninja Turtle stuff is what you're describing, where I have to drive to Targets to try to find it. And I think it's actually oh, the getting... NECA ones, right? Yes. NECA, yeah, yeah. The NECA cartoon line specifically, because the movie line is only at Walmart. The cartoon line is only at Target. Of course, we all know that. Uh, uh, <laughs> so so there is some. Yes, I, I completely agree with you that there's some like old school thrill now I get. When I'm like, like, oh, you think Target's got it? And like, I have a couple buddies and we're all like in different parts of town. So we're calling each other and like, oh, I got the one on Sepulveda. They don't have anything. Oh, I ran into the NECA rep, which is a guy who comes and stocks the shelves. And then I'm just like lingering around him while he's unstocked, like taking the box stuff out of the boxes. You run into the guy who stocks for that company. It is like running into a celebrity if you ever run into a NECA rep because Target cannot stock NECA products themselves. They need a third party to stock so there's wow. a NECA rep that comes in with boxes and he, uh, he comes into the, and he goes into the back and he grabs the boxes excuse me and then he stocks them and he has she. to grab them it can't just be a touch he has to grab them yes <laughs> he's got to sink his claws he into it just really, legally he has rules. to touch all four sides of the box have you six tried sides. bribing him? hey like buddy there's a, a up and up well, trail say, mix in it for you if you give me a heads up I say the most embarrassing things I'm like oh so is this like sort of your normal time when you do that because oh, like yeah. <laughs> And you can tell he's just like, oh, get away from me, old man. Uh, (laughs) There's a Starbucks refresher in it for you if you give me a heads up next time you're here. So 
I've only had this happen once running into the the NECA rep, which is just a very fun time. That's like seeing Santa under the, putting things under yeah, the tree. Sure. Uh, so I completely agree with that. And there are still little pockets, but yes, by and large, you can get stuff on eBay for just like maybe $10, $20 over retail. Um, but real quick. So, so we see Johnny, you have like a great setup. Uh, uh, I have a question yeah. just in general, cause I am what uh, an out of box collector in general, and you're yeah. an in box collector. Yeah. And I'm fascinated by the display because I think you have, recreated almost a toy store shell like shelves yeah, of a yeah. toy store is that what it is i did yes uh and also to kind of uh i i guess for the the people that are watching uh i i did this on purpose as well if you look up here there's also a toys r us logo oh wow uh, <laughs> yeah real <laughs> so we really recreated they go it goes to the ceiling uh if you're watching you can kind of see all this yeah. uh but yeah so that, this was very purposely done uh, I, I, I miss Toys R Us's very, very much. And Candace and I went to Ikea and we found these shelves that with pegboards and whatnot that you can kind of uh, recreate your childhood in an essence. And like wow. you said, I am an inbox collector. Uh, I believe the artwork on the box is some of the fun mm. in the nostalgia as well. Uh, like mm. seeing like the Spider-Man, the animated series logo and like the X-Men uh, logo, like that sort of thing. Like, I don't know, it just warms my heart and also i feel like they're sure. easier to display for me because if they were out of the box and i'd have to like like put them on shelves and like display them and i'm bad at posing and things like that right so this way like i can just have pegboards and kind of stack them like 3d and kind of collect more in itself um and i actually i actually have a ne the only neca product i have i have the neca uh toka and razor oh yeah down there because i'm a big uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie guy as well. That's my oh, yeah. first movie I saw in theaters. Um, but yeah, but to be fair, I do have uh, a out of the box. Uh, the, all my Hasbro collection, my wrestling Hasbros right. are out of the box because that's just, that's an astronomical price to pay. I'm sure you can talk to Matt Cardona about that. That's an astronomical price to pay for in-box WWF yeah. Hasbros. And those are vintage. Those are. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Those so are old, old. Makes yeah, old, sense. Old. Um, Mike, so, do you feel like he's missing out by not for you? Like in your case, that you set up jam sessions between the Ninja Turtles and Doc Brown and Marty. <laughs> and is Johnny missing out on? I don't think he's missing out because I I really have like tried in my older years to really uh, uh, appreciate everyone's philosophy about it because I do get that going into a Toys R Us aisle was the most exciting thing mm -hmm. in the world. So what you're doing is you're stimulating that old memory in your child brain of when you'd round the corner, you'd go past all the Barbies and everything, and you'd round the corner for the action figure aisle, and you didn't know what was in there. So anytime you go in there and there's that much stuff all in boxes, yeah. you're getting that surge of serotonin or whatever it is, adrenaline. I should, I should tell Candace to uh, just buy me a new toy every week and just put it on the on the ceiling, on the oh, wall. So, yeah. I, I just, so every time I walk in, I'm like, oh, what's in here this time? Yeah. <laughs> You could even <laughs> you could yeah. stock like an end cap display of something yeah. new too. That's Trust just me, like I, I, I have enough a weird bug of like weird things with uh, my childhood that like I, I Candace puts up with like another <laughs> another weird thing I have that she deals with all the time. Which this year we didn't do it, but I, I did it all the time. Where I have a weird thing about Christmas to where the presents can't go underneath the tree until I go to sleep. So she has to like. Wake up in the middle of the night and put the presents yeah, underneath the tree for you. We do that for me. Yeah, we, yes, my family does that, does that as well. I don't yeah. see a problem with that. Oh, that's you too. I, they I, still, you still have to do. You I go to sleep. Still, there's no presents. Everyone goes to sleep, and yeah. then my mom, I think, has resorted to just getting up early. I think used to stay up yes. late. Wow. Yeah. 
which she can't I imagine would not usually like so has to for one night of the year uh, push herself to the limit. I think it's as much her as me uh, sure. at this point. Oh, that's so nice. yeah. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. You get uh, one magical night. You get one magical night a year. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I get I understand that. I, I think we've gotten lazy about it. We used to be like that. But now in my mid to late 30s, we've, we've stopped doing it. Um, well, you, you were mentioning, uh, uh, your wife, Candice LeRae, who has been uh-huh. on podcasts right before. And I also wanted to check in on something, um, because she told us a story to a couple of years ago, um, about what an idea you had, and I'll let you tell it an idea you had for the birth of a child. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. And I want to yeah. know if anything like that happened. <laughs> no. For, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think I can, I, I was looking at it from a, an outsider's perspective of uh, mm. obviously like like Candace said my idea was to kind of recreate the Lion King uh, I don't know if she went in full deep into the what my pitch was but I wanted to get like a Rafiki ass monkey to uh, come into the delivery room and uh, I, I kind of want and I kind of wanted to you know uh, maybe spread the news to the people waiting in the way obviously with COVID and stuff as well it was a little right, we right. couldn't a little harder to sneak a monkey in the delivery room. <laughs> Just a little. It used to be uh, 2019. This is, a, yeah. this is cake. But. I, I definitely could have done it back then, but now it's it's yeah. so many restrictions. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was going to kind of pitch, uh, kind of put it out there that maybe it's not going that well to kind of bring the mood down in the uh, <laughs> waiting room for the family. Just what people <laughs> want, what your closest relatives yeah, yeah, yeah. family want to hear. Like maybe it's not going well. And then like, I come out and my my head's down. I'm like, oh no, it didn't go well. Then like the monkey busts out and like he holds up the baby and a big like big moment happens where everyone's losing it because Rafiki monkey shows up. He does the Lion King thing with the baby. The baby is presented to the family. Obviously, uh, now that we had the baby and, and seeing everything that it goes through that, that did not happen. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like that happened. Taking you uh, through the process lets you know that immediately, yeah. it's instantly handing a newborn, a, a frightened newborn, <laughs> over was- to a, an, a, 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 a monkey who you have just met for the first yeah. time, as if like knowing the monkey would help. Uh, uh, but a stranger like, monkey, yeah, maybe stranger some monkey, yeah, not, not a friend monkey, a stranger monkey. And- yeah, well, they're famously I- reliable creatures. You can predict yeah. what they're going to do moment to moment. Lion King is based on real life, right? I mean, that's yeah. just uh, yeah. that's true. based on true events. They can so. be trusted with a lion. There's also a detail of that that I liked. I guess, like, any logistics of getting a monkey is is crazy for sure. But I like your yeah. detail of a Rafiki-esque monkey. Because uh-huh. I yeah. can't, I couldn't tell you what type of monkey that is. But it seems like it's not one that I've just, you know, they're not just, like, sitting around. They aren't at the theme no, park shows at by. the zoo. Yeah, that seems like a very specific uh, varietal. Mm. So, like, no, Candace, no, no, this course. monkey won't do. No, but they're trained. No. They'll be nice to the baby. Don't care. It's about the look. Rafiki. Candace, of course, asked me how we would sneak the monkey into the delivery room. And I said, well, obviously, we dress him like, like a doctor. I mean, that's obviously <laughs> what we do, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. No, like a doctor. Sneak the monkey in. Monkey's totally cool. He totally chilled. He's waiting for this baby to come out. Just hanging out. This is, great. This is like uh, something that would happen in uh, Disorderlies, the Fat Boys movie. This is like, this is hijinks. And then we got to dress up the monkey like a doctor. Uh, Rafiki is a mandrill. 
uh, which okay. I am not 100% on, but I believe uh, might be an especially violent kind of monkey, <laughs> traditionally. I think he'd be no. cool. He'd understand the gravity of the situation, He's I think. nice. And he'd be okay. like, oh, I'm doing the birth thing, right? You want me to do the birth thing, like the movie? Okay. Yeah. I got it. I got Some it. Some things are sacred, bucks. even to mandrels. Again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, so there were no hijinks during the, which well, probably good, no hijinks during the birth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially good because I, I made the mistake of, uh, I don't know if you guys are aware of it, but the movie fatherhood on Netflix, you guys know what that is starring Kevin Hart. Oh, it's I've heard of it, true, but I haven't based seen on it. True events. So where, uh, everything goes well in the delivery room, they have the baby. It's all great. And then Kevin Hart's wife dies due to a pulmonary embolism, which I, I, I Googled it immediately after <laughs> watching this movie. Uh, so Kevin Hart has to raise the baby by himself. Mm. So I made the mistake of watching that movie on Netflix. Candace oh. went to go get her hair done. We just found out she was pregnant. Went to go get her hair done. And I was like, I'm going to sit down with my dog and watch a movie on Netflix for the heck of it. I watched this movie. I'm like, fatherhood, this should be great. And then I watched <laughs> this movie. And I'm like, oh my God, like this is a very real thing that could happen now. Mm. So the whole time, that was my number one thing in my head was like pulmonary embolism. You got to move. Can't have blood clots in the legs. Got So I became mm-hmm. that guy where I was like learning everything I possibly could to make sure this doesn't happen. Because if I have to raise this baby by myself, boy, oh boy, boy, oh boy. So, yes. And also I told her, I, I think if, if something happened where uh, Candace went down during the pregnancy and I had the baby, uh, I would kind of dislike the baby a little bit. I kind of... <laughs> Yeah, that's immediately uh, that's a that's a victim. That's one victim. Right, of, right you, the very one, beginning. He's of their got life. one down already. One day, who knows how many more to go? This you, could Candace be a mess. Said, Candace said, "If like there was a, a a thing going on in the in the in the room where there was a decision to be made between her and the baby, who would you pick?" I said, "Well, I'm going to pick you because I don't know the baby. Mm. Like the baby, the baby could be a murderer. Like the baby could have turned out bad. I could be saving." people right now this is such a like a roller coaster ride between like monkey prank and then like the worst reality possible like you really went you really went on both sides like i did yeah because look getting a little geek behind the curtain a little bit how my brain works sure you took it dark by the way i'm not i'm not wishing ill on canister anyone involved but if if something actually went great baby's great if that's great well yeah that's where we're not in the dark the the dark monkey reality we're in the happy timeline if you if something had gone wrong Mm -hmm. and then you still had the monkey thing loaded up Oh, it, no. Now is it just like, uh, hey, can you uh, exit through the window? Uh, I have some actual bad news to report. Yeah, we definitely. I don't think that. Like, there's, I guess one uh, way of thinking would be the monkey would kind of. If the monkey delivered the news, it'd be a little uh, like I don't know. Like, would it be better? I don't think it'd be better, right? One hand, it's mm. in, he might seem insensitive, but it might kind of brighten the mood as well because everyone got to see mm. a mandrel. Yeah, course. right. Like, Seeing oh, a mandrel is cool. Yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah. it depends so I, on if the monkey delivers the news before or after he rips some faces off. It's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. It's yeah. true. It is true. It could just be oh, <laughs> Good point. a real bad day in that room. But no, yeah. but no, luckily everything turned out great. He's an adorable little guy. And uh, yeah, and no monkeys were uh, were utilized. Were though. utilized or well, harmed. No. no people were harmed by monkeys <laughs> no, in the no, making no. of this baby. Mm-hmm. It was a fairly regular uh, delivery uh, for the most part. It, that, it went it went a week, but I mean, it was a fairly regular delivery. <laughs> oh, sure. Geez. Oh, wild. Uh, and we were just talking before I had seen that, like, I think you were trying to induce pregnancy by like doing like an eight hour. Were you waiting for figment popcorn bucket that day? No, <laughs> okay, no. that was a different day. No. Oh, my no, God. That was a different day. Uh, but I, like that, that's a perfect example of pregnant Candace, uh, pregnant Candace. We have serious FOMO 
and uh, well, I do in particular, and I, I abide by one Disney rule, and that's mm. if you see something and you have the opportunity to get it, you better get it because it's going to sell out, mm. and it's going to be on eBay, and it's going to be a million dollars. So if mm-hmm. you have the chance, you got to get it. Um, so we went to Epcot that day to where the popcorn bucket was on sale, and the line got down to about four hours, three to four hours. <laughs> and sure. the rumor, the rumor online was it was like seven hours. So hearing three to four hours when you've been hearing seven hours, mm-hmm. it was kind of like, man, like three to four hours ain't bad if we <laughs> wait in this line. So, and and when your pregnant wife, uh, how, how point, pregnant? I believe was as pregnant as you can get, I think at that point, <laughs> like, like, like the most day. pregnant you can be. <laughs> wow. The most pregnant you can be without a baby coming out. Uh-huh. Uh, like if your pregnant wife is like, I'm, I'm okay waiting in this line. What are you going to say? You're going to say like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I want to go home. It's like, you're okay doing it. So of course I'm going to do it. So we definitely waited in line for the uh, figment popcorn bucket. It was only like three to four hours. So it wasn't that bad. It wasn't bad at all. But, only uh, three to four. Yeah, I, I'd be bad. complaining about it after 10 minutes and I don't have the <laughs> ability to get pregnant. Yeah. 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 But then, like you said, like uh, Candace had the idea to walk around Disney to induce labor. Uh, mm-hmm. So we walked around Disney Springs uh, the, the night before. And uh, the, the morning that we were supposed to go and get induced, because Candace was hoping we'd be able to walk and mm-hmm. it would help induction. The morning that we were supposed to get induced, we actually had uh, uh, breakfast reservations to get Tonga toast. And uh, <laughs> so like Candace booked it. She was like, let's go Ohana. Uh, mm-hmm. No, not Ohana. It's a uh, Kona, Kona Cafe. Cafe. Yeah. yeah let's go to Kona <laughs> Cafe. Very good. Uh, He's got it. Yeah. Kona Cafe. Uh, let's go to Kona Cafe and uh, let's get Tonga toast and uh, eat breakfast. So we drove out to Disney at morning of the induction, drove out to Disney, ate Tonga toast, had a great morning. And it, to be fair, that's one of Candace's favorite memories because uh, she would always, she says now uh, she was, hoping to walk around Disney and she just her she'd imagine it'd be like a TV show to where the water would break and you'd be like my water broke we got to go to the hospital like one of those fun little instances Mm -hmm. well when her water broke the next like two days later at like four in the morning she said it was like a cartoon cartoony pop that happens (laughs) like a real cartoony pop right right and then like liquid just doesn't stop coming so she's like in hindsight I'm really glad my water didn't break at Disney because oh, yeah. it's kind of awful. <laughs> she was thinking it was going to be a TV thing, not a TV thing. Kind of like I was with the Lion King thing as well. Not like that at all. Because mm. then the park has to put up signs that say you may get wet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is what's different about Tonga toast than re- I know it's different than regular toast, but what is what what is a Tonga toast uh, specifically uh, compared? Have you never had Tonga toast? I've not had Tonga toast. And where is the Kona Cafe? That's Disney Springs. It's in the Polynesian. 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 Yeah. Okay. In the, all right. The Polynesian. Uh, what makes it Ohana is also in the Polynesian, which mm-hmm. I also recommend very highly. Great okay. stuff, especially the noodles if they're mm-hmm. back. But I think they're back. They are. Uh, back. So uh, <laughs> you know so much about this hotel. No, he, 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 he knows. He knows. He knows. I stayed there, uh, no, but not recently. <laughs> no, not since <laughs> 1991. Up, no, that's what I'm saying. Yes, a resident of since 1991, and you're up on their uh, current menu. <laughs> I keep up on what the you know fans, the real heads, are talking about <laughs> down in Florida. The noodle thing was a thing for a hot minute. People were real mad about the noodles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're real mad about the noodles. I knew about uh, the noodles. So- I knew about the noodles too. So <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a hot thing online. Uh, the Tonga toast is basically like it's like a brick, like a brick of toast filled with bananas. They, they like uh, it's like French toast, but they like roll it in cinnamon sugar 
and it's stuffed with bananas and you pour like strawberry syrup on top of it. It's delicious. It's my number one. Uh, if I had to pick one Disney World breakfast, I think I would go Tonga Toast. I oh, think wow. that'd be my uh, my oh, choice there. Sounds hmm. solid. I don't know. I wasn't looking at what anybody's feeds were doing, but with the video ability we have currently, was there just... Did Jason's eyes get glazed like donut glaze? Did you just like tear up Did slightly? Did he secrete donut glaze? Only the listener oh. can tell us. Uh, no, I mean, I just usually have a certain level of donut glaze on me at any given time. I just naturally secrete it. Uh, yeah, I have not had it either. I will I will have it next time, though. It's great. High, yeah. high recommendation. That's my probably my one of my highest recommendations I can give is Tonga Toast. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, on that today's, note, today's toast pick. Today's toast pick <laughs> is Tonga Toast. Across America, BP supports more than two hundred and seventy-five thousand jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio, and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the deal. It go down. It go down in the deal. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Night racing is back at Richmond Raceway. This spring, top NASCAR drivers like Ryan Blakey, Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, and Virginia's own Denny Hamlin will battle under the bright lights. And this historic track also offers a rocking infield experience with unparalleled access to your favorite drivers and one of the best tailgate scenes around. For a weekend of friends, family, and amazing short track action, head to Richmond Raceway, March 29th through 31st. Get tickets now at richmondraceway.com. Uh, let's, I think, okay, let's get to the, uh, the main course here. Uh, Power Rangers Live. I think, let me, let's get titles correct. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. There's sorry. a few of them. There are okay, a few. Okay. Yeah. What I saw of the video that we watched, I think, is Mighty Morphin Power Rangers World Tour live on stage. But what does everyone else have? That uh, sounds about right. I don't remember, but it sounds about right. I think the shorter one was just Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Alive. Sure. Gets right. the job done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is currently a placeholder website for a Power Rangers live show. Yes. It is a WordPress. It is one page. There is a video play button that is just a PNG file. It does not play anything. (laughs) (laughs) But I did sign up to find out if it's coming to my area. And it, it is. There are tickets for sale in Philadelphia in November. There, there was a stunt show in Japan, a Power Rangers show in Japan when we were there a couple of years. We didn't see it, but they they're at the Tokyo Dome. Uh, yeah, yeah Tokyo Dome City at least. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if it was in the Tokyo Dome so itself for that. Um, but yeah, so there, there's been versions of it. But we're talking today about the first version, 
the 90s at the height of yeah. Power Rangers Mania yep. live tour that went mm. went around the country. Right. Um, and it is confused. Like, it's documented pretty well. This is like, um, we've talked on the show about the Ninja Turtles coming out of their Shells tour. There was a This was a thing people were doing at the time. Obviously, Sesame he Street Man, Live. predated that. We talked about He-Man Man we've talked about. Yeah, so this was their version of it, which I would say this is like almost maybe the biggest budget version I'd say so. This yeah. thing is pretty impressive. From the video, yeah. when yeah. you look at it, um, who all of the people here uh, today experienced this live in person? Johnny, Johnny did. Johnny did. Yep, I did it. Yes. Did you, did. Jason, or no? Did? I saw it. You did. Okay. And I saw it. Time. Not me. Okay. Um, I have some very specific memories. I saw it at uh, Philadelphia's convention hall, which was an old venue down by the University of Pennsylvania. It used to be called the Philadelphia Civic Center. This is where the Jackson 5 did their first concert for Motown Records. Wow. A lot of NCAA games were there. Um, WCW uh, programmed their 1989 and 1992 Halloween Havoc pay-per-views wow. and wow. the 94 Slamboree there. Wow. And uh, it is long since bulldozed. <laughs> oh. The convention oh. hall. How but could they? One of my biggest memories of the show this was just forever glued in my memory. It doesn't have anything to do with the show itself. I was sitting next to someone who smelled so strongly of gherkin pickles. <laughs> this wow. is a childhood, like eight or nine year old memory. Gherkin pickles. Specifically, specifically the sweet this is a very specific pickle, memory. Gherkins. And it just haunted me. The whole show, it was so distracting because I was like, <laughs> I, it, it, their their you know coat is bleeding over into mice. Am I going to smell like gherkin pickles? Why does this person smell like gherkin pickles? What is happening? And like gherkin, which just pull my attention so many times during this show. Oh my god! Questions: wow. uh, How do you know gherkin as opposed to other pickles? Other well, sweet pickles. I was a nasty little pickle kid, Scott, and uh, <laughs> oh my ears. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't you say pickle match boy. He didn't say pickle boy though. I, I did. Like, I did yeah, it. Thankfully, no. Uh, I think, nasty. That's, I think that's I really been, that's the crazy word there. I think I had been really into gherkin pickles as a kid, and then for a while <laughs> I could not eat them because I was so haunted by this memory. I don't even know if I said anything to my family. My family might be learning about this. Very glued in my memory. Uh, <laughs> How could you instance. not tell us? You've lived with this for decades. Yeah. Wow. Um, did Maybe they worked at the factory? I mean, <laughs> it, it could be. There was a lot of like larger factory, like food production uh, factories in Philadelphia at the time. Wow. Okay. I think also um, <laughs> one of my memories of the show is there not being, I mean, there was plenty of Power Rangers merchandise in the in you know for sale at the time at the show i don't remember like really coming back with a souvenir hmm. and i was so, a real souvenir uh, so kid i had the watching I, I it rehashed my memory watching the youtube video i definitely bought one of the weird like sword things that they show in the crowd that people have like yes. the weird oh, rainbow right. sword thing but like had nothing to do with power rangers so like i don't know why those are for sale. Obviously, they just had them left over from something. And they're like, hey, we're going to sell them for the Power Ranger show. General events. Uh, and I looked online. So me and Candace looked. And <clears throat> the only merchandise we could find was a denim jacket mm. yeah. with Power Rangers World Tour and a denim vest with Power Rangers World Tour. I don't know why if those were on sale at the show. It felt like they would be. But what a weird particular choice of souvenir to have is a denim vest or jacket to sell for children that yeah that the children but they also had a program i did have a program right. as well so yeah. that was 
you can find the program online. We did. Mm. We did a. Uh, we just in February we did a lot of uh, celebrity restaurants for celebrary, and almost every restaurant had a denim jacket or vest. So it feels yeah. like that was a '90s thing that like business people were like, "Well, we got to sell a denim vest. We have to sell that." Leno had only been on Tonight Show for a couple years, so <laughs> everybody and everyone was taking their cues from him comedically yeah. and stylistically. Of course, he of course. was our America's fashion voice that's right so what other choice did you have you had to use denim um johnny where'd you uh where where did you see what were the circumstances of power rangers live okay so i saw mine in cleveland ohio uh right. where i grew up and where i uh, uh frequent very often it's my hometown um and i remember i went there with it was me my mom my dad uh and my friends and their mom um i also remember especially during that time period uh my mom used to make me costumes all the time I uh, used to make there's pictures of me as a child dressed like the Green Ranger, dressed like the White Ranger, uh, dressed like Shawn Michaels when I got into my wrestling mm. phase. Um, so I remember I dressed like the White Ranger to go to this Power Rangers live. And I'm not going to say I invented cosplay, mm. but it was one of the first incarnations of cosplay <laughs> because a lot of parents and people were stopping me just to try to take pictures of me in my sweet White Ranger outfit. So like they'd be like, wow. hey, hit a pose, and I'd like do a pose, and like, like so people on their disposable cameras have pictures of young Johnny. If you live in Cleveland, Ohio, and went to Power <laughs> Rangers Live, you might have a little White Ranger kid uh, wow. posing on your disposable camera somewhere, and it'd be me. So yeah, uh, I remember that in particular. Um, I also remember, so I was a very shy, socially awkward kid growing up. So like, I I I didn't want to get picked on. Like I had a weird thing. Mm -hmm. Like, don't pick on me. Like, don't call me on stage, it's, which is weird, obviously, what my job ended up being. But don't call me on stage. Don't, like, call me out into the crowd. Like, on the video, as you'll see, like, when the putties run the crowd, I'm horrified. I'm like, don't, I, I don't want to hit, like, mm -hmm. a putty to grab me and pull me up on stage. I, that was my worst fear as a child, for some reason, was being pulled up on stage at any point and being like, look at this kid. <laughs> I thought that would happen. <laughs> Just look remember, at him. You know, the part of the, Boom. you don't remember the part of the Power Rangers Live when they brought a random kid on stage? Like, hey, everyone look at this kid. Everyone make fun of this kid. <laughs> we don't usually do this, but <laughs> yeah. when a kid's this dorky kid right here, bring him up, bring him up. <laughs> Man, yeah, I, I, yeah, I sympathize. I, that's, because I saw the Turtles tour and I had the similar thing, but they did not have as many bad guys in the audience. They didn't really even have many foot soldiers, but this thing had putty, like tons of yeah. putties. Yeah. Uh, putties are like the goons of Power Rangers, if you don't know. And it was the second generation putties with the little putty, like emblem. With the Lord Zed logo. Yeah, with the Lord Zed logo. Mm -hmm. and, Which and, if you hit, right. will make them explode. <laughs> it made them uh -huh. easier to beat. I don't know why yeah. they upgraded to an easier to beat thing, but they all of a sudden had like light gray with a yeah, little like target on their chest essentially and if you just punched it it would destroy them yeah so, Zed's pride yeah. i guess His, yeah Zed, yeah. Branding yeah came first i was yeah. not i did not like the putties on the show i was happy when they died <laughs> but i don't know uh, any other way to put it they make this scott they make this horrible noise that's oh, like yeah, yeah. like yeah i did not like that can i say that a lot of why i didn't mind when my mom uh just plainly said don't get into the power rangers and i agreed some of it was because and in rewatching it i go right back there that i do find so much of the show like nails on a chalkboard hmm. the putty sounds is one of the things 
And then the uh, helmet head, Alpha Five. Alpha Five. Craig, oh, yeah. Yeah. I hate the I I I so thoroughly. I didn't like it then. Mm. I don't. It hit the same register as like Baby Bop on Barney. No. That was kind of around the same time. Just like too irritating, too irritating. Am I crazy? Did everybody love Alpha Five? Am I a I monster? I think kids liked Alpha Five. Yeah, mm. I think they thought yeah. it was funny. I like. But a to little... be fair, I watched. I just watched like the YouTube clip back. My mom was in town for Mother's Day, so we watched it together to prepare for this. Wow. Uh, she was me there when I was a kid, and she even said, "Like, man, he said I, I, I a lot." Like, so she even got like a weird head where she was like, "I hate Alpha Five. So it might be like a, an adult thing now where we hate Alpha Five. But yeah. I think I remember kids probably loved him. He seemed like he would be loved, but. Yeah, I think I a little bit of slapstick in like a, you know, half hour show goes is is pretty good in an hour and 10 minute stage show. There is like a lot of slapstick. There's a lot of he, hijinks in this. He uh I don't I was not I don't I did not dislike Alpha, but I was more of a Zordon. I liked Zordon better. Zordon is a disembodied head in a in a tube, mm -hmm. yeah. played eventually by Brian Cranston, Brian Cranston in the new yeah. movie. I love that, uh, movie. which is great. Um, Banuck. But but <laughs> <laughs> my uh, I my thing was with I just and we'll get to, we'll show some there's some clips from this show that I feel like like when I'm watching it like I'm ignoring any words that are said, but some of like when I'm watching the monsters yell. I go, this is maybe like my ideal version of entertainment. Like when oh. Goldar is just yeah, like Power Rangers. And then blah, blah, blah. I go, this is maybe the height of entertainment for me. Yeah. He suits yeah. screaming like this feels like Shakespeare to me. I'm not listening to anything he says. It doesn't even matter. It's yeah. just like this aesthetic now has been so burned in my brain that I I, I love it. And at, at the time I loved it because like the kids are fine. I like Tommy. I thought he was cool. I thought they were all cool. Yeah, but the monsters were were the thing I think I liked the best. Is there some of that for you, Johnny? Where like this is uh, live entertainment that is fighting, and where you cheer good guys and boo bad guys? Yeah. Was that like getting into your brain? Is like I like this. I like the feel of this. Do you think it had anything to do with the mental chemistry of getting oh, into yeah. wrestling? I definitely think that. Like I, I I say this all the time. Like I, I when I was little, I wanted to be a teenage mutant ninja turtle. Then I wanted mm -hmm. to be a Power Ranger. And then ultimately I wanted to be a pro wrestler because I feel like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle and Power Rangers weren't real jobs I could attain in real life. Sure. Uh, yeah. And be taken seriously, I guess. Uh, There's only so six slots I, too. You got yeah, a lot more chances. That's true. That's true. So I, I think like it's one of those things where like I, I could put on a, a, a different little costume and fight bad guys and be a pro wrestler. So I think it definitely played a part in my ultimate evolution in becoming a pro wrestler. It's just because, you know, I couldn't be Tommy from the, I couldn't be Tommy right. from Power wow. Rangers growing up. Yeah. Would you say like, there's so like, you know, there's a giant, there's all this talk about, you know, where, where you're going to wrestle next. Let's forget that. What if somebody yeah. came to you with a third option and said, Power Rangers live on tour, you get to be the new Green Ranger and you can like sort of maybe do better. Like the fighting would be a lot better if you're doing it, I would say. Yeah. I, at one point I asked Candace, how much do you think these guys got paid? Oh, uh, oh, oh, don't know. Like no, don't look into no. that. No. That's Do you yeah. think bad, real bad. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. Dirt. Yeah, not they, like, were anything, traveling yes. every night, right? I mean, well, they were traveling city to city. So they had to feed them some soup yeah. or something. They, yeah. they, they, they got, got one cup of soup every night. I and think that's it. you know what? There's a decent chance because like the the actors on the show on Power Rangers were, were so screwed. they were doing some stuff too. Like they were like going hard. Uh, yes. Some of them were like some of the karate stuff. Like obviously they weren't 
coming close at all in their strikes or anything like that. But like, right. At one point, and I don't want to spoil the show, but at one point when the power Rangers jump out, like they all like have their moment where they all like show up on the screen and they're like, I'm going to jump out and have my moment. Like they were jumping off the stage and like the fact that they didn't get seriously injured blew my mind. Yeah. yeah. They were doing some, it was like slam dunk contests for a minute with power Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. There's in the, I think maybe it was one of the videos of the press uh, event they had where like there's a couple big falls they take yeah. uh so yeah i was gonna say i think may, there's a decent chance because the actual actors that did power rangers were not in this show but their voices no. were but there's a chance that the actors who were actually doing the stunt work for this live show were paid better than the actors on the show <laughs> because the actors on the show were <laughs> so screwed over like people were fired half the team was fired just yeah. because they wanted actual real money that was being oh, generated no. by the show. I was not oh, no. thrilled with that cast change because the leader of the team was named Jason. And oh, then yeah. suddenly it's a guy named Rocky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. And, yeah. But I, I believed the storyline uh, so intently. And I was like, well, they have to go to that peace conference. So <laughs> but on the other hand, the reason? I, I didn't yeah, like I wasn't a, a kid going reason. like what? They won't give them SAG representation. They're yeah. making hand. This bond company is making money hand hand over fist well, you know so it's crazy and i don't want to get too depressing here because because it sucks to like think of the reality sometimes of the stuff we watch as kids uh uh brett i have a clip here uh clip three if you could play real quick it's so crazy that the actors are not getting paid very well and then this is the video going out to entice like places like cities to bring power rangers to them so whenever you're ready here hopefully this works Number one rated kid strip in October sweeps. Look at this. They're just shit talking all the other shows. Kicking bonkers <laughs> ass. Power Rangers clearly Merry Melodies. Tom and Jerry Kids eat shit. We're, we're just looking at a, a bar graph. The show remained on the very top. Bonkers way at the fuck you, bonkers. <laughs> yes. Power Rangers destroying Eek the Cat. Bobby's World. You're getting the grave, Eek. Bobby World's doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that was high. Yeah. Uh, cut the ego. We're good. We're good. Uh, yeah, so like Bobby's World got a 10.6. Yeah, Bobby's <laughs> World. Highly rated show, well, apparently. The levels of rating that don't exist anymore. Like the, when the finale of This Is Us will not come close to one random. Bobby's world. <laughs> like, Bobby. what the hell was those? Seeing those numbers really makes me think how like popular television was back in the day. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, like, crazy. Oh my god. And Power Rangers. Also, sad. Darkwing Duck only got a three point six. Yeah, uh, I think very... Darkwing Duck was wrapping up its run. You know, oh, that Bobby's right. World still might be sense. on okay, top. Okay. Bobby's you know? World was hot. The storylines were <laughs> compelling. Yeah, well, it, early, it, it aired earlier in the lineup, so you're losing kids as the block goes on. Uh-huh. So by the time it gets to X Men, mm. you might be a little. Oh, they got chores little... to do. Yeah, <laughs> go sweep the yard. I was impressed with Eek the Cat's performance. Quite frankly, yeah, I liked Eek. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. um, but Power Rangers obviously was like doing so well, making so much money. Uh, yeah, the actors on the show getting screwed, but yeah, live performers, we don't know. There might have been a union. They might have gotten okay pay is what I'm saying. Maybe to yeah. be part of this touring entity. That might lead into something I was going to bring up, Mike, which is so um, the impetus for doing a tour was that they on President's Day in 1994, there was an event held at the Universal Amphitheater here in L.A., 
that mm-hmm. was done in conjunction with the D.A.R.E. program, uh, which was this initiative in the 90s to get a bunch of black shirts to a bunch of kids mm-hmm. <laughs> for them to end up at Goodwills, ironically, uh, decades down the line. Very successful in that, maybe not in anything else. So working with the D.A.R.E. program, the Power Rangers did a live event. And the idea here was that this was going to be just a Universal Studios thing, and they were going to do it in one of the theaters they have in the park, maybe in the the Conan the Barbarian stage or something. Then they got wind of how many people were interested in seeing the Power Rangers. Yeah. And it like, like it was just going to be like, I don't know, we'll do a little thing in the afternoon, right? So many people were coming. They had to upgrade it to the Universal Amphitheater, which holds 6,000 people. The Gibson? And they, uh, uh, it became the Gibson Amphitheater. Yeah, right, right. Okay. Uh, and uh, it became, so uh, 6,000 people it holds. They had to do six shows, ultimately. 36,000 <laughs> people came, which is one of the top days in the history of Universal Studios. 36,000. 36,000 oh people showed up on, on one day, which caused the freeways to back up. And uh, this, which brings me into the clip that I labeled freeways. This is a little like in order to start getting the word out about the the Power Rangers tour. Like, well, you're going to have to book this in your mega venue because look what happened when we barely even announced it in L.A. And then uh, uh, it caused pandemonium throughout the city. Power Rangers gridlock in the northbound Hollywood freeway. It was a monstrous mess of traffic. Their power is so great, their mere presence backed up freeway traffic for 10 miles. So widen your freeways and prepare your town <laughs> for the worst <laughs> of the decade. <laughs> widen your freeways. Widen your freeways. Uh, Change That's your why zoning all that laws. was in Cleveland during that time. Oh, they were widening the freeways. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they had to. Ready. Oh, yeah. Got Hurry. Cancel now. everything else. Cancel funding <laughs> across the city. All <laughs> other programs canceled that um that universal hollywood event happens with the original cast and then by the time yes. the live show goes on tour then the new cast and a right. new cast of zords uh has oh, taken that over that changeover happened right that, after yeah. okay okay wow, wow that changeover i mean um so all the power rangers listeners if you don't know this all the Power Rangers stuff is reused uh footage and costumes from a japanese series called super sentai is kind of the umbrella name for it. So every se- they would film seasons of that and then eventually send the costumes to the American productions mm. where they would write new stories and then film the uh, actors, you know, without right. the helmets on and stuff. Yeah, so it would be a mix. And you could tell as a kid that it was a mix. Yeah. Like sometimes you go, well, this footage looks older than this other footage. <laughs> yeah, some when of they're they in- show in the show seems ancient. Yeah, when they're fighting outside... That looks the footage looks ten years older than when they're in the school. It's like faulty towers. Like he leaves mm-hmm. Basil Faulty leaves and then goes to like much darker footage mm. shot way different than how it looks inside. Yeah. Um so yeah, they were like there was all this cost say or, or cost saving things they were doing for the show but not for the tour they based on what happened the uh, uh the this early carmageddon that, that shut down all mm-hmm. of los angeles they knew that they had gold on their hands uh as well as goldar on their hands so when they were gonna start this tour they knew like they had a lot of money to spend wait i have the number somewhere um i think <laughs> Let's see. Uh, the guy was to- the guy who pitched his take on it was told by Saban, "You've got three million to mount the show and a ten million dollar budget to take it on the road." I don't know what things cost, yeah, but that seems high <laughs> to me. And they also uh, just loaded this thing up with a bunch of people who mainly did concert tours. People like 
rock and roll impresario Ricky Farr. Did you come across that name? Uh, I saw. (laughs) (laughs) I just like the sound of it. Rock and roll impresario Ricky Farr. Yeah. Well, impresario is a great word. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a it was him and a bunch of people who did who mainly before this did like Rod Stewart tours. (laughs) And there's a lot of I found a, a couple articles where they're framing it in light of like. I mean, what would Rod think of this? And how do you, you know, and how do you get Rod level production values hmm. to the Power Rangers? And uh, uh, and they would say, well, we measure it against, well, if Rod would like it, then it'd be good <laughs> enough for just a really strange juxtaposition. Um, and then also a guy, it was a promoter who put the thing together. His name was Marcel Avram. And this is a photo I have Brett loaded up. I'll describe it for people who are just listening. But if you could, if you could pull up uh, Marcel Avram, just, you know, who, the level of Titan we're dealing with putting the show together. Uh, uh, that's Marcel on the far right with oh, the beard. He looks like a Brett Gelman character <laughs> and he is standing. He's in like a big hand huddle with a uh, bad era. Michael Jackson, who is between the very tan Siegfried wow. and Roy, who are both wow. wearing cowboy hats. Wow, wow, look at those outfits. Yes, yeah, yeah. Some very bold, uh, um, you know, some very experimental cowboy uniform. As well as, I believe that guy's <laughs> name is Frank Grillo, Michael Jackson's right. manager for a long time, who's in Goodfellas. He acts in Goodfellas. I was going to say, why is Paulie Walnuts there? <laughs> <laughs> he's very much that, and he's, uh, he's in Wayne's World. He's like the music guy in the limo. Oh, uh, yeah. Who they have to impress... Yeah, what a tight, what a weird wow. guy who was in Michael Jackson orbit. But anyway, Marcel Avram and that guy not only put concerts together with Michael Jackson, but also sued, sued Michael Jackson several times, once for $5.3 million for not, he sued him for millions of dollars and then uh, they settled and then he tried it again. I don't know. Let's try working <laughs> with Michael again. And he just didn't show up. Um, and wow. these people, this is who we're dealing with, who we're putting on, what I'm getting at is, this is more than just people are doing a couple kicks on stage. This is concert level. This yeah. is big pyro bursts throughout uh, and trying to keep a, a Rod Stewart pedigree. <laughs> That's a, yeah, those are heavy hitters in yeah. the business. And you, far. and you see it on stage, mm-hmm. I think, especially we'll get to the finale, but the finale is very impressive. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's oh, yeah. very, very cool. Um, and yeah, versus like Turtles where Turtles feels like that show was on a budget. You know, like the set was like, okay, there weren't that many dancers. And mm-hmm. then there wasn't much fighting. There were like, they replaced the fighting with songs. Yes. Yeah. They just like incidentally, well, we have to represent the idea of fighting. We have to kind of like uh, uh, yeah. move around slightly to suggest what fighting might be like. This is much more of a full on fighting show. Stunt show. Yeah. 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 So, so thank you. I remember, impressive. I remember I was very disappointed going to it. Because I expected the actual actors would be there. Right. Yeah. So I expected like Tommy was going to show up and like take off his mask and helmet and be like, hey, guys, like I'm Tommy. Good to be in Cleveland, Ohio. Like mm-hmm. that didn't happen, obviously. Uh, but I, I will say watching it back now, like it, it goes so far outside of the normal Power Rangers script. Because the normal Power Rangers setup, obviously every single Power Rangers episode, you watch any single one now uh, as an adult, you can kind of catch on. It's uh, Power Rangers show up. They do some stuff. They make a bad guy. Bad guy shows up. Power Rangers fight the bad guy in little form. They start beating the bad guy in little mm-hmm. form. They make him grow. He grows up. They get the Zords. They beat him with the Zords. End of show. Literally every single show that happens. Watching it back now and watching the live state show, they don't do that at all. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, the Zords fight the little guy. 
the little Lumator monster, mm-hmm. and like wow. the Lumator monster beats the Zords by himself in little form. Yes. And then the Power Rangers are like, oh, we got to fight him. It's it's very wild. And I will say, I also was very taken aback by the random magic. They decided to kind of have a magic show. With oh, Marvel. yeah, they yeah, yeah. A lot of magic. I don't know why they had magic for some crazy reason. They were like, we got to make the show entertaining. Let's add some magic and turn the Power Rangers into birds for a random reason. Yeah. Or monkeys or birds. And or I don't believe they say the phrase Parrot Rangers. But it seems like it was right there. <laughs> yeah, I you know, know right? right there. They blew it. They yeah. blew it. Uh, here I have a clip just of the show to give people a little taste, yeah. uh, audio and video of what, and a clip of there in here. There's some magic. This we can cut this off at any time, um, but this is uh, Brett clip eight, please. Uh, this is like Zed, Lord Zed. So Lord Zed is one of my favorite characters in fiction. Also, he's so fun. He's so cool looking. We've talked about Ivan News <laughs> a lot. We love Ivan News. Johnny, I don't know. Are you an Ivan News yeah. fan? I like as well? Ivan News. Yeah, I like Ivan News. I'm a big Power Rangers movie guy. Are you more Zed or Ivan? I think Zed. I'm more okay. Zed, I think. Yeah, I have fair. a Zed helmet back there. Oh, oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, seen it's that. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Zed was scared. Scott, Zed came in on the second season. And when I say second season, I mean there were dozens and dozens of episodes. <laughs> and then Zed showed up. But they, oh, yeah. they kind of, uh, Power Rangers for a little while would air every weekday. Wow. Like new episodes. Yes. Eventually shifted Jeez. to kind of like, oh, was, a new one once or twice a week. And, he was married to Rita. Yeah. So yeah. He, he, who was the original villain. And yeah. I like Rita too, by the way. I, I'm not trying but, to. But Rita it seems like Rita became kind of a joke in the face of. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. She she was always kind of like sticky, but then like Zed shows up and like, oh, he's a bad guy. He deposed Rita Repulsa. Eventually yeah. she concocts a love potion and forces them to get married mm-hmm. to each other. As you do. Yes. As but they treat, does. They treat her like shit in this yeah. show. Yeah. They're I was so taken, I was kind of uncomfortable by how yes. bad they treated Rita yes. in this live show. I, agree. I was like, wow, is this really <laughs> They're so mean that. to her, and she look. She has an annoying voice. That's uh, that's, oh, that's part of the another, character. Yes, that was in there too. I couldn't see yes. her voice. Yeah. Um, but but they're mean to her in this clip. So you're gonna get in this clip. You're gonna get some of Lord Zed's plan. You're gonna see why I think he's one of my favorite characters in fiction. You're gonna see them being mean to Rita, and then you're gonna get a little magic as well. So so wow. whenever you're it's ready, all, it's all here. Yeah. My plan to do away with the Rangers and capture this entire city in one fell swoop. Oh, yeah, right. I've heard that before. Please cover this witch. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> they were they dated before this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. yeah their putties are taking Rita away now. They weren't exclusive. And they're doing this a straight up David Copperfield like magic trick, putting her behind a, a curtain. In order to draw the rangers away from their home and away from Zorba. so then she's like doing the trick where she disappears basically monster and unleash him upon this town then as the power rangers come to fight my creation Goldar will ambush and capture them two at a time and bring them here so what will we do with them my I mean, a great voice. Uh, there's a very complicated plan, by the way. Two at a time. We're going to take the Rangers, and then when they're going to come to the arena, and yeah, then here's the part with the magic. Here comes the magic. The sheet so, is lifting into the air. Yeah, you can stop the clip whenever. Um, it's not that impressive of a magic trick. I'll say this. It takes how, does Rita, this how does this play out? So it takes Rita like is like behind the curtain, and they're trying to act like they've like put her in there, and she's now ascending somehow. But like she, there's like a minute or two where she's clearly just like crawling out a pole or something. There's like it wasn't like an instantaneous thing where you see that trick sometimes. 
Um, but it is obviously the setup to some sort of a disappearing act trick. Uh, and yeah, they were using those little but she, things. Like, does she? She comes out, then she's replaced by a smaller. Oh yeah, of, so so yeah. When yes. the tr- when the clip yeah keeps going. Sorry, I got cut it off. But she turns into like a small version, and they put her in a mm-hmm. little like box. Um, and yeah, that's one of the one of the many mean things they do to her in the show. <laughs> um, she I, comes back to, and she's also oh, by the way, she's got a purple outfit, which was not her normal outfit. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, she usually had like a. Was it a gray or a brown outfit? Yeah, I think it was brown. I think it was kind of brownish. brown. Yeah. 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 It could have been purple and it was just so desaturated. The it's footage. also possible the VHS footage was... <laughs> yeah. was, yeah. was not, it wasn't kept yeah. up the finest. I love going online, but I hate that big tech companies can see what I'm looking at. I hate it so much, I wish I could light the companies on fire. Which just so happens to be the power set of Sebastian Jackal. Christopher Lloyd's character from UPN's Deadly Games. Coming up on The Second Gate, we take a look at Sebastian Jackal, who he is, why he hates Dr. Gus Lloyd, and I bet we'll have some laughs along the way. So head to patreon.com slash podcast the ride. That's, oh geez, p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot c-o-m slash p-o-d-c-a-s-t T-H-E-R-I-D-E. This is not an internet security product. It's an episode about Sebastian Jackal, Christopher Lloyd's character from UPN's Deadly Games. Once again, that's patreon.com slash podcast the ride for all your Sebastian Jackal needs. On the topic of Rita, can I ask for one of my clips? And the clip is called Hey Rita. Is anyone? Oh, I have this clip too, Scott. But you go ahead because I am very <laughs> excited. Have, wait, really? A hundred percent. I have. Wait, hey Rita. well, say anything yes. you want to say. No, no, no. How, no. Did you, how did you come across Hey Rita? Okay, so we were talking about turtles, and I was saying when I was watching this, I was like, man, it would be fun if they had song like original songs. And I was like, they don't have so. original songs in this too. But I go, <laughs> I wonder if the yeah, here we go. I wonder if the Power Rangers oh, ever wow. did have original songs. So you look it up, and there is a, I'm sure as you discovered, a full Power Rangers music album. Some songs used on the show, some not. Written by this guy, Ron Wasserman, who wrote the theme song to Power Rangers. Also co-wrote X-Men theme. Oh, yeah, This wow. is a legendary guy. Guy, a genius. Genius. Yeah. Uh, hot in Cleveland theme. Uh, Mummy's Alive theme. This is a guy who's done, wow. look at his, his IMDb. It's very impressive. So, it yes. Se- it seems like he believed that kids could, I, I think like a lot of kids composers held back and were softer. Yes. And he was a guy saying, no, kids can handle metal. <laughs> they can handle <laughs> yes, yes, ultra-fast yeah. drums. And that's yeah. that's what he brought into the theme song, which, by the way, he was brought into Saban, told, uh, OK, uh, we need it by tomorrow and it's got to have the word go in it. Does he comes back the next morning? Go, go, Power <laughs> Rangers. Wow. Um, yep. Yeah. They give him a very clear that's assignment. Hey, tell you what, I'll give you two. Two goes for the price of one. <laughs> um, I've been obsessed with Hey Rita since high school because oh, I, wow, found, I, I found wow. a, I found a cassette at the 99 cent store of a wow. Power Rangers album. This seems silly. Most of it kind of dreck. Who cares? Yeah. But this song has something special. And yes. the challenge I issue to anyone who hasn't heard Hey Rita is to try to make out mm-hmm. a single lyric mm-hmm. of Hey Rita. Okay, uh, so that'll be for Jason and Johnny to hear. Okay. Yeah, see okay. if okay. I know the lyrics already. Anything. I don't remember this at all. So. Okay, okay. Let the, hey Rita. Hey Rita, 
where it. All right, I caught girl. Has nothing a few to do times. with Rita at all. Yeah. <laughs> I I think I heard something about the wickedest it. Chiquita. A, a, yeah, wickedest. yeah, yes, that is in there. Yes. Um, is the is that what is the wickedest Chiquita? <laughs> I think I looked up the ly- lyrics are online. Oh wow. Well, I, I mean, uh, I just like is I because I I've always thought I heard the word taquito. Perhaps tequila. No, I don't think tequila's in there. <laughs> Would you like some Senorita? tequila? Um, yeah, well, it's saying it for, do you want me to read it? Uh, yeah, I guess yeah. so. Reveal okay. the mystery. So here's dig, the, dig the seed and grow girl. No, no incorrect. No? Incorrect. Dig the scenic road girl. <laughs> well, that makes scenic no sense. Road. <laughs> and then this. <laughs> dig the scenic road. Although, you know what? I don't think the lyric, the people who wrote these down know exactly either. Because the next line they wrote, whack the something girl. So they don't actually know either. No, that Third. one I do know. That's whack the weed. But then I don't know. I've always heard whack the weed won't grow girl. What does that have to do with This is not officially produced by uh, Ron Wasserman. Uh, this, they're guessing as well as I guess, we yeah, are. Yeah, they're guessing but what as are well. The, what's that That big litany of okay. uh, of tequila burrito? What, uh, Here's what this says. This is saying, and it might be guessing. Hey, Rita, senorita, the wickedest Chiquita. Yep. Where did you come from, or Rita? Johnny got that. Hey, Rita, treat a cheater. <laughs> treat? Maybe like, uh, I don't know. Is that a euphemism for kill? Maybe. If you, if you see a cheater. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, what are you up to, Rita? Oh, Rita, won't you be there? Get off my lander, Rita. Oh, I, I've Rita, always Rita, heard. Rita. In my head, that's always been get off my Lambragita. Like as if they needed a rhyme so bad that they had to tilt the name Lamborghini into Lambragita. I think that's oh, better. Why? I think that's better than some of the actual lyrics Mike is reading. Some yeah. of those are stretches and very dull we get, phrases. We he should wanted get Wasserman the rhythm. on here. I would love to. Yeah. I, well, let's get the guy. official word from him. There's a weird spoken word po- point later in the song, too. Do you have that? Do you want to pull up a separate uh, uh, clip? I think, well, maybe I mean, I should. Or we just describe it because there's the. I, I can just do it's. Yeah. There's yes, like. A, yeah. It's kind of like the a bridge. Pa- the Power Rangers. Yeah. I thought about leaving that in, too. Yes. It's please. like the Power Rangers you could not defeat. So Lord Zed, he put on the heat. He shrank wow. you down, put you in a trash can, and now you're floating around space yelling at him. I'm so glad that's that more, by the way, the character, at least. Yeah, that's more context to what actually yeah. happened. It kind of happens no in the show. Or whacking bit. weeds there's or no, the weed. Yeah, when, when she whacking weeds, she's not no, doing gardening work. There's no Lamborghini. She has to do that for her. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad that I, at 16, was as delighted by <laughs> Hey Rita as you were finding it out just several days ago. Yes. It's it's magic, isn't it? The rest great, I wouldn't yes. recommend the album, but that Hey Rita, ooh. Wow. The go that- Utila Tequila. <laughs> Are there- uh, <laughs> the, On that album is also the Green Ra- that Green Ranger song, which they did use in the show. Like, just That's go a good song. Green Ranger. Yeah, so, so there That's is- That's a good song. So there, I think you should find that album and listen to it. Uh, Johnny, because it's, it's, it's got. I've heard, it's got I've heard some the hits. like. I there's a couple. I feel like there's a couple bangers on that album. Yeah, and if, I, I, for I'm some reason, I totally is aloof to Hey Reed. I probably fast forward it onto my cassette mm-hmm. tape when I was little. But uh, no longer, a couple though. things now that I appreciate more as an adult. Sure. <laughs> Um, the so, wordsmithery, really. Yes, yes. Yeah, but but no, they did not put Wasserman should have been hired to write original songs for this show as well. That would have made yeah, it the yeah, ultimate yeah. version of this. Well, you know, you got in there, and I, I not to jump around, but I, I feel like it's not a show necessarily. We have to like uh, explain the the plot in glorious detail. But there is that there's that one song um, that is kind. It feels original to this, unless it was in the show. But it is a song. I don't know if you have the clip of it, but it's it's the kind oh. of craft workian, um, yeah. like dink donk donk donk. And the li- <laughs> the only lyrics 
repeated uh, uh, just in, in, a, in a round, in a hypnotic round, are silly putty, building silly monster, <laughs> silly putty. <laughs> I like that song a lot. I don't, is that's not on the, yeah, that's not on the album, I don't think. It's in, yeah, I no, I don't, uh, well, maybe, I'm not or sure. Maybe but, it is, so I don't know, I, I don't have the, the clip, sadly. But um, that's when, when the putties are, this is one of the most impressive things in the show, that, that song covers the space where the putties are all, putting together a big clanky robot monster yeah. mm-hmm. which does not exist but then like there's nothing there and then they put a bunch of cans together and then it is just walking around like somebody slips in there during mm-hmm. the building process and then it gets chopped apart again by the rangers yeah before you're right that's pretty cool i don't yeah. know exactly how they did that i saw that monster uh called the hollow monster Whoa. And the cool uh, the other that was an original character for the stage show and Lumentor the Fire Lion. Uh, Johnny, do you remember Lumentor. was it was it Lumentor or Lumentor? Lu- I think it, I think it's Lumentor. I think Lumentor. Lumentor. I, I wasn't sure either because some people online say Lumentor. It sounds like I thought it was Lumentor, so I don't even know what it is. They, I thought cool. it was Lumentor. I yeah, it, it's online like it Lumentor, says, but I don't know if it's Lumentor. I have a clip of that. We can see if we can see what Zed is saying to make sure. The, the, it sounds like there's no <laughs> N in it when people yeah. say it, but all the wiki, the like Power they Rangers say wiki says has an M in it. It does sound yep, like medicine N. you take for high blood pressure or something. <laughs> yeah, for high cholesterol. Ask your doctor if Lumentor yeah. is Lumentor, right for you. But he's original. Oh yeah, let's just real quick. Let's just get uh, Lord Zed yelling real quick. Uh, clip ten, please. Uh, uh, yeah. So Zed will be yelling his name here. And he's like, he makes it sound so much like he sounds like makes it sound so impressive that this is this new character. And I like the, I like Lumentor. I like the look of him a lot. He looks cool. But I don't think he looks as scary as Goldar or Lord Zed. The thing also, if I'm if I'm thinking back to my childhood, I was I was really upset that they would make Goldar a little bit of a buffoon. Because initially he was, do you remember, am I crazy here? Initially he was so scary because he's like one of the, I think the first monster they fight. He's the first fight, monster, yeah. And yeah. I was so freaked yeah. out by him. But then he kind of falls into the, like, like um, what's the character? Babu and uh, what's Squat. the other? Squat. thank you. Uh, yeah. They were like they were like comedic characters and he f- sort of fell into that. So I wanted to return to the fearsome Goldar. But anyway, here's, here's the clip where Zed introduces and we'll see if we can figure out exactly if that N is there or not. <laughs> So Rita is now back out of a different, like a, bo- a magic trick box. Quiet, you blabbering witch! So mean! He is a creature of Earth, a terrible power linked with a terrible appetite for destruction. He is Lumator! No, no end. No end. No end. No end. No end. Isn't he magnificent? A mere touch from him. I mean, I guess he is scary, but he's kind of cute. He's cuter than the other characters. So yeah, you can stop playing. Um, yeah, I don't. Do we think he's? Do you think he's scary, Lumitor? What do we think? He's got an eye patch. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's cool. Yeah. And that's good. He had to get in some kind of a scrap yeah. for that to happen. Yeah. No, he didn't. Yeah. He could have fallen over in his apartment. He <laughs> 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 poked a, a corner of a yeah. coffee table. Oh. Yeah. Lumator oh. stripped on the rug. No I like how they play the flag Lumator's real quick apartment. of like uh, talking about how Lumator can't handle water. I think they handle that like yeah. very, like re- immediately. Like I think uh, like my Babu or Squat brings up like. 
oh man, it's hot in here. I'm thirsty. Get me some water. Mm -hmm. And immediately he's like, no water. I can't have water. Like immediately. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay, so that's how that's going to go. Yeah. Then of course, you know, we're going to have all the kids chat more rain. In like, uh, yeah. like two minutes straight a really like a design flaw because these characters were molded out of clay by is it finster is the character uh-huh yeah, um, who yeah. i was a big fan of he's uh he's got fun ears and he's like he never fights which i always kind of wanted him to yeah. fight is he like a monster or a sorcerer or a scientist what would you say kind of a little is? bit of all of it <laughs> yeah. he's a, a little bit of everything he's a monster um a little bit he's everything not in the show so, though but like when, that's a design like he's designing the characters out of uh -huh. clay he's sort of playing god let's be honest he made he's, great he didn't mean me great little clay monsters as well so much so yeah. i was so believable that this could actually i could do the same as finster i remember me and my mom went to like pack of tans when i was little and i got clay and my mom bought me a bunch of clay not play-doh just straight up clay and i tried to like recreate monsters from the show and put them in the microwave <laughs> to get them to come to life oh wow <laughs> obviously spoiler alert they did not come to life and we had to buy a new microwave but still, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow so so that was like your best thought like the microwave was the place you thought oh magic is made in because yeah, like yeah. finster doesn't put it in a microwave he just kind of was it like a little a conveyor belt oven yes sort of thing, right? okay right so you just were like you have to cook it and yeah you cook them they bake for a while they're like babies they like just bake sure. in there for a little bit and then they come out and they're they're done a it's, monkey announces them and then, it's also yeah, <laughs> it's no. also funny to think though that your child brain was like what I'm going to do right now is unleash <laughs> a monster in the house. Yeah. <laughs> I have sculpted a monster and I'm about to unleash it in here. I guess you to be fair, you... it wasn't a very good looking monster. To mm. be fair, yeah, That's true. It might be a stick figure monster or like a little arms, legs, yeah, I, face monster. I guess if you created though, then you could be the one to like uh, tell yeah. the monster what to do. So I guess it mm -hmm. maybe it wouldn't tear up the house. Yeah, you might not be creating a monster. Yeah. You might. Be I essentially making... did that now with like a human. So basically, I'm just living in real life with a baby. Yeah. I have a baby to live my monster you, life. You didn't make a monster. You made a new best friend. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that's yeah. true. Um, so yeah, Lumator is original. Again, original character here who I like. Again, I I know people are probably thinking I'm putting him down, and I don't want to put Lumator down. I like him. But I you just expect think... when somebody's created new for it, like it has to, as with Ivan Ooze, it has to reset the bar. Yes, Ivan Ooze reset the bar, villain bar. Yeah. Um, um, for me and this mm. one is like this is fun but this is I would see Lumitor Lumitor on like a regular show and I feel like they could have gone they could have Rod Stewart's guy could have gone bigger and forced them to get a more impressive scarier yeah. villain they, were the they aliens were, also original too or were they on the show I don't remember this those at all first now. yeah so the, so the show opens with these aliens kind of yeah ex, like exhuming or, or finding Lord Zed's temple I don't know uh -huh. how what they, you'd say they're, they're, just fans, land. they're fans of Lord Zed this is yeah. Lord Zed oh, like me land. like I am <laughs> they want to yeah. observe him and like discover how to be as evil as him a, yeah a bunch of Lord Zed's stands have crossed yes, a boundary they, yes. they will not leave him alone <laughs> to give him his privacy I didn't see for sure but I think they are original I'm not sure. I think so. I think and then they the show, yeah. kind of. I feel like they did nothing. They I feel don't like they pay off. Nothing yeah. to this show. No, at all. <laughs> don't need to be there. They're not yeah. even killing. Yeah, not even like a Greek chorus, or they don't even add any commentary, or they're not like Statler and Waldorf. They don't do anything fun. Nope. 
Um, so yeah, and then is it to explain? Is there like uh, they have to do some plot mechanics of why all of this is happening in your town, which in your case was Cleveland, but unnamed. Uh, they just said your town. This yes, of town. Course, yes. Um, instead of Angel Grove, the typical home oh, of the past. Is that why a UFO crash lands, which unleashes? I, I again, I'm a little lost. I don't know, but like typically, it's all happening because all these people hang out in Angel yeah, Grove. Angel Grove, a, a town that is mostly like barren cliffs and large open green fields. That's, That's 90% yeah. of Angel Grove. <laughs> if they built more housing developments, there'd be no room for anybody to fight. Yeah. It's like, yeah, start yeah. building up the suburbs and then these monsters have to leave. There's there's some explanation in one of them, and it might have been the press event. I can't remember because it's all a blur. But one of the one of the things I watched, they throw in a line like, and our plan is to bring the Power Rangers here from Angel Grove. So like they've built in the idea that like they're not going to be in their home base or something. We're like luring them to your town to, to to. And then I said in the first clip, like capture them one two at a time and yeah. put them in the cage yeah. and then the other but, two will come and then but then i felt like 99% of the show took place in lord zed's like Lair, temple yeah. sort of thing yeah so his, like, I don't, like, his big dirty cave yeah. <laughs> his big nasty would you say it's his a nasty big nasty cave, cave. Nasty, yeah. reeking of gherkin pickles <laughs> cave. reeking of oh. gherkins and and the audience gherkin. needs to chant like clean the cave <laughs> I, I will not clean the cave i i didn't johnny you were saying you did not you were so scared of being pulled on stage yeah. i feel like my childhood anxiety was raised whenever they're like help us chant we need your help and i was like i don't want this responsibility yeah. i just want to watch a show watching the youtube clip though kids were like fully invested and it looked like none of the kids had adults either it looked like watching the youtube clip there were just children everywhere i never saw like maybe i saw like one adult it yeah. was just lines of kids just oh. going crazy and losing their minds and, I, and don't... I was never that kid i was never like i would maybe be like more rain more rain more rain you're like not don't look at me more rain like yeah i also didn't want i also didn't want i was horrified i'd be chanting like we need rain or something like that and lord zed would be like hey you I see you chanting down there. I'm oh, going to come yeah. and kill you. <laughs> so I didn't want to be like caught. And this is like, this went not just for Power Rangers Live, for like every stage show I saw. Maybe not mm -hmm. Sesame Street Live, because I got like a, <laughs> a big bird feather and that I still have to this day that I'm very sure. proud of. Uh, but like, I saw Sinbad on stage and I was like, I don't want to see, I don't want Sinbad to call me out. I saw David Copperfield. I was like, mm. I don't want to be a part of a trick. Double dare lies. I was like, don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to do this. It's too much responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> I was in the front row of Monday Night Raw and I was afraid that Kane was going to oh. like, there's like a, a very famous clip of me at like a, a Monday Night Raw from like 1998 or 1997. And Kane is like ringing the bell 10 times because he killed The Undertaker. Mm -hmm. and uh, he goes and he grabs the timekeeper and he beats him up and he sees like a fan standing in the front row and he grabs him and he pulls him over the guardrail and starts beating him up and the camera like pans <laughs> over and you just see little chubby Johnny Organo like sitting there in the front row like <laughs> like horrified that Kane is going to come over and murder me. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, if you had a camera in my childhood home, I would have also had the same reaction just watching the TV <laughs> for some of the demon you, stuff, some of the satanic yeah. stuff. You know what's yeah. funny is I, I think you're talking to three guys who have probably had a similar feeling in the audience of all these shows. I'm remembering now, funny enough, the first time I had that in my adult, or one of the first times I had this in my adult years, is you used to wrestle in Reseda and PWG, which I would go mm -hmm. to. And this, the first time I ever went, the, the action would spill out because it was 
was a very tall, a small building. And I was having the same sort of panic initially. Now, eventually you get used to just like standing up and moving when yeah. people are fighting. But I remember going, oh, like I'm part of this. And I don't <laughs> didn't realize I was part of this. Yeah. So yeah. It, I, it like the old feelings of it came back. Um, Especially back in Reseda, that was like the wild, wild west where like there is no guardrails and everyone's like as close to the ring as you could possibly get. So I don't know how many times like there'd be random celebrities just sitting in the crowd. Yes. Where like you do like a dive and you land on like Sophia like, Vergara. Little, little Dwight from The Office. Or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Wild. Wild. Uh, yes, it was. It, but it was that same thing of like, oh, we're all part. We're actually because this building was so small. We're all part mm-hmm. of the show. So we all have to move and we're all like anything can happen at this point. And well, I, I, I say all the time, too, that those those shows I used to do in Reseda probably took years off, not just my career, but my life, given how <laughs> hot that building used to be. Yes. Yes. Like, it was like 99 degrees. And imagine like having to wrestle for like 30 minutes in front of just the craziest heat you can imagine. Uh, I, that was, it was wild times. Yeah. Very, very wild times. We all. Yeah. We all have been. We all have been to Reseda and it was never <laughs> a nice climate in there no. <laughs> it was no. not it was never like oh ooh, it feels great in here in this legion hall wow no, uh, no, but no. rest in peace legion hall has been torn yeah. down yeah um but yeah yeah that this is still uh, uh i do feel like if you're in front row anywhere i'm like okay i don't need to mm-hmm. no no thank you yeah, um, yeah right but i'm still that way now as an adult like and i'm like i do sure. like stuff on stage and i do stuff on television but i'm still like <laughs> if i'm not in my element I'm like, oh, don't, don't, please don't pick on me. Like if I went to like Turtle Talk or Crush, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, please don't pick on me. <laughs> or I'm writing like Star Tours. I'm like, I don't want to, please don't put me on the screen. Uh, I don't want to be seen, please. You know, real quick, I'm, I'm remembering now when Candace was on, she she said that something about the ride living with the land. Oh, boy. And she expressed Yuck. that maybe this was not your favorite ride. Oh. Me and oh. Candace have, me and Candace have very, uh, not similar tastes when it comes to classic Disney attractions. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, are, I, I have very strong opinions. I think I, I share the same opinions as Matt Cardona on a lot of. Uh, we should plus him up. Oh, <laughs> oh right. yeah, he's very brutal. Of just like out, yeah. out. That one's yeah. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, look, I don't want to get you in any trouble, but I wouldn't <clears throat> mind you taking a little bit of heat off of me because I think there's some listeners I never got back after I said really? I didn't like living with the Scott land. Scott is the most really? anti-living really? with the well, land. Yes, and there were listeners who were very <laughs> upset with him. Oh, still, I still see it. It dogs me to this day. I'm like, I'm a heel of podcast the ride because I was like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't think seeing the uh, plants is that interesting. Candace, Candace is on me all the time because number one, like Hall of Presidents, like not, not uh, Mr. Lincoln. Like I'm out. Like any of the, any of the, any things where I have to learn while I'm doing it. Yeah, I feel like any things where I'm like, I gotta learn about this. I'm, I'm 100 not invested in american adventure my wife just really snapped on america just like how many more people are we meeting today (laughs) how many more historical figures yeah you were just like wait one minute will rogers about to show up and he's gonna make you laugh (laughs) he's got a lasso he's got a lasso. you have to what you gotta say what you think about living in the land you gotta help me out here i have i have an ally finally i mean Get like get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I I'm not one of those like attraction people where I'm like we gotta preserve the the aura of like no like add add an overlay to it add some like plus it up add like something I care about to the mm. attraction again is what is a hot take on a lot of things sure. but I, I I'm very much so a we need to 
update things as they go. Like I'm sure the new guardians ride is going to be my new favorite ride. Like rise of resistance mm-hmm. is my top ride. Like I'm very much so a new technology person gotcha. as opposed to a exciting thing shows up. What's you, the... you enjoy it. Wait, let me yeah. say this. I've cause when it comes up, all I'm saying it, there was a point in time where that ride had a song and somebody in the boat talked to you. And now these things are gone. And we're like, yes, good. Mm-hmm. Keep there being no song in it. That's my, <laughs> if nothing else, put the song back. Like, do I don't understand why it has to be preserved in a decaying state, mm. in a like lesser state than it was. Well, the That's lack all of I'm saying, folks. The, this is all I'm trying to say. <laughs> no, Scott, not here. The lack of guide is definitely a cost-cutting measure for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So we shouldn't yeah. be celebrating that. No, Hooray, right. I like, love that there's yeah. no guide anymore. Mm. Uh, me, me and Candace get into arguments all the time. Not arguments, but uh, heated discussions all the time. Uh, I have a very strong opinion on the. It's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow ride. Oh, um, what's, ooh, here we go. What do you got? Uh, I mean, I so I I, I say this <laughs> as, as someone who experienced the ride, maybe in a way it shouldn't have been experienced. Mm. Uh, everyone knows, obviously, it's a it, it circles around and things like that, and they go to each scene, and it, it takes about five minutes per era that we're in. So at one point, me and Candace rode this ride. And this might be before I hated this ride. And maybe I, I, I say this is the catalyst. For, this is my Joker story for why I don't like this ride. Uh, so <laughs> we get about 15 minutes in. And Candace remembers this experience way differently than I do. But we get about 15 minutes in. We watch like, because it's about a 20-minute ride. Uh, we get to the, the, the third act of this scene. Uh, whatever era that is we're in the 40s um, maybe could might be. be the 40s wherever it is at this point uh so it plays it starts to turn to go to like the last one but it stops and the ride freezes because maybe someone stood up we're not sure about this and then it goes back and it goes back and it goes back and the ride starts over all over again so you gotta sit there for another 15 minutes and it Whoa. just happens again and you're just sitting there like we gotta go through this thing all over again so they restart the ride. Wow. So we're about like, I didn't say 35 minutes in at this point of the same thing over <laughs> and over again. And I'm like, I'm, I'm done. Like, <laughs> I'm yeah. It's yeah. a great big beaut over 35 oh. minutes. Every, every time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You're describing so, Jason's dream. Well, honestly. look, progress isn't always smooth, <laughs> folks. All right. And hey, Johnny, you're a new father. You're going to be thanking your lucky stars for that. Ride. A nice, cool 20, 25 minute nap. You know? So, so it's funny you mentioned that because, <laughs> oh, about it. she just oh, came. She just Whoa, came Candace is here. Candace cameo. <laughs> <laughs> the dog's losing his mind now. Uh, it's funny you mentioned that because the very first ride we took our son Quill on was mm-hmm. the Wheel of Progress. Like it was, Carousel uh, Progress. Carousel, yeah. yeah. Carousel Progress, whatever the heck it's. I don't want to even call it by its right name because I don't have that much respect I like for it. it, Wheel. Uh, I'm going to start calling it Wheel that of Progress. This is basically a wheel because it felt like it kept going over and over again. Uh, sure. For you. So we, we, we took him on the Carousel Progress. And I, I take great pride in the fact that being his, his father, he started losing his mind. <laughs> about 15 minutes in and he starts crying and Candace is trying to feed him, but he starts crying and crying and crying. And I'm sitting there very proud. And afterwards I'm like, see, see, he didn't like it. He didn't like it. That was his first ride. He did not like it at all. He it could not hold a, a, a less than one year old's attention for more than 15 minutes. Almost that's yeah. everything holds a one year old yeah. for 15 minutes. <laughs> 
And then he went on Space Mountain and he loved it. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. held him up like Rafiki the whole yeah. way. Yeah, of course. Of is course. there, what is the like oldest, would, is there any old like kind of like ride that you would, you do like? Like Haunted Mansion, obviously, right? Oh, a traditional. Right? Yeah, like, that's like, close. Haunted like, to, Mansion, love Haunted yeah, Mansion. Yeah, yeah. Like Space Mountain, OG Space Mountain, still love that. Yeah. But you know what we need? Some of these like boring Walt things. Do you like any boring Walt things? Like what? Like what do you classify as train? Like everything we've listed. The train. Do you like the train? train? No, I mean, it's Uh. fine. It's just not. So like we're obviously more, we go to Disney World more than we go to Disneyland. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. even though, like, it might be a hot take that I prefer, I do prefer Disneyland to Disney World. I don't mm, know if that's a hot yeah. take or not. Well, we uh, like that take. We agree that's with the take. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you guys, like, I just feel like it's easier to do everything in Disneyland in one day than it mm-hmm. is the Disney World because there's just so yeah. much in Disney World and, like, there's a, there's so many different parks and things like that. Right. Uh, and we got married there. So that's a whole other thing that I kind of, I feel uh, like I need to say that because if I don't, I'll be in trouble. Uh, <laughs> we got sure. married there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, that's not so controversial. What, but about, what about like Epcot movie, like 360 movies? You ever do the 360 <laughs> movies about do you learn about Canada with Martin Short? I don't know. I don't yeah, think yeah. I've ever done that. <laughs> I don't for, for a good reason. Well, maybe next time, that. though. Uh, maybe. You never know. Maybe. I mean, there's always a like, like me and Candace, I don't know if she told you when she was on the podcast, but we got a chance to go to Walt's actual office in, when we were in California. Whoa. So we went and saw his actual office. And Candace started good. crying. Like it's like, like it's, so she obviously has a much deeper, mm-hmm. uh, a, like, like uh, a connection to yeah, Walt and yeah. like all the history than I do, uh, being right. from California and Disneyland and things like that. But uh, I, I didn't start being. I wasn't a Disney person until I met Candace as well. Because being from Cleveland, Ohio, all we had was like Jogga Lake and Sea World and mm-hmm. Power Rangers Live. So <laughs> yeah. we, I, I didn't do any Disney trips when I was younger. Yeah. yeah, if you were in the office of Ron Wasserman, writer of the theme song, <laughs> oh hey Rita, you, oh would shed a, you would shed a tear there. You wrote "Hey Rita" here. Hey Rita, the wickedest senorita. What else can we hit about the show? While we're are there any? You got anything fun in the clip realm? Or I have a clip. Yeah. Oh yeah, go for it. So this is a moment later in the show. Just to set it up, Alpha Five has got the kids to uh chant to help the power rangers um and i think it the big thing about this clip is it kind of shows the limitations of uh using some of the power rangers uh material Mm -hmm. brett do you have that huge arena yeah yeah Okay, so this is a shot of a field. Yeah, the Power Rangers are running towards camera. So far. So far. Get it now. We can kind of see them. Just now. Oh, so. Come on, guys. Hustle. And then they burst through the screen. That's cool. That gets a big response from the crowd. Okay, you can stop it. But just that that footage of them running from so far away. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like okay, oh man, there a lot can happen when they were waiting for them to show up. That that clip also I, illustrated a thing that I that I like. This won't translate to the listener, but I like the the way what they the, the physicality they bring to the fighting. They also bring just to the 
dialogue because what the white ranger was saying they're like all right guys we need a plan because lord zed is on the attack and we are going to be in trouble if we don't like it's yeah. the most gesticulated it's yeah. all like it's how all, many movements can i do on every syllable it's all pre-recorded audio so mm -hmm. they're like yeah they're gesticulating you know to go along with the pre-recorded oh yeah they don't audio. have to yeah, yeah, they, yeah they don't have to be making the sounds from their lungs so they can go ape shit with all mm -hmm. that that word punching. Yeah. But yeah. Th this is, that was towards the end of the show. Uh, the very funny moment towards the end of the show where they summon all their zords to fight yeah. Lumitor. Okay, good. Yeah, you're going to get into this. Yeah, and then okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> they are using the stock footage of the zords projected yeah. on a pretty standard, like, mm. four by three screen. And Lumitor does, there's no onstage <laughs> zords. Lumitor nope. just fights next to <laughs> yep, yep. Footage, footage of the giant. Creature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it does give them a chance to use uh, the uh, kind of regularly used footage of the Zords exploding and the Power Rangers getting tossed out of them, which always made me really anxious as a kid as well. Mm. Yes. Um, do you? Do we have the clip of that or no? I, I, I do don't have the clip. Have, Sorry, I have but... a clip of the the finale, which in which you do get some oh, massive yeah. action, which might be worth. Yeah. But I, what is that? I think I called that more light. You were describing like, this is the only part this is the only part that I remember. Oh okay. This uh, is the uh, only part that I remember actually being there live because I remember having one of the little reflective light things and I remember the big inflatable Lord Zed. For some reason that's the only thing I remember maybe because I was horrified that he was going to like come out and kill me. Uh, and like I didn't want him to see that I had this reflector thing that was murdering him. Uh, you specifically. <laughs> the other children all kind of break but I I was originally This one in particular. I was a reasonably smart kid, but not smart enough to know it behooves companies to not murder the audience yeah. to make money. <laughs> that they, yeah. they should keep the audience alive to yeah. keep doing shows and making money. Well, uh, maybe I thought because I was dressed like the White Ranger, he would get confused that oh, like, yeah. I was the White Ranger. Yeah, so you he'd were, be like, you I was were kinda, probably I in was a worse like asking spot. for it, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I wasn't a civilian. I was a part of it. <laughs> yeah. You had enlisted. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I do have the official Power Ranger. Uh, I am an official Power Ranger. I have like a certificate that says I'm official young Power Ranger that I uh, signed up for, I think. I was part of the fan club. And oh, I got okay. an official certificate that says I was a, a young Power Ranger. So, yeah. yeah, I did officially enlist. I don't know what I signed up for, but. They deputize young children to also yeah. be in the Power Rangers. Yeah. 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 Target yeah. on your back. There's a funny. Uh, we can. We actually. I do have a clip. We can play it after this. Uh, uh, there's. It is so funny because so much of it is like you know we're teaching martial arts. I, there was a Tommy video that yep, they released that. where yep. Tommy taught children how to do martial arts. Oh, but there's about ten minutes of like, do not do this. Do not <laughs> fight children at school. Do not do this. It's only for uh, uh, for discipline. That's what we're doing. If yeah. I know, you know how you watch that show every week where people beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> no, do not do that fun stuff. This is just to, yeah. to learn uh, the art of this. Yeah. To I be don't... fair, when I was a kid, I actually I had my parents sign me up for a, kar a karate class only so I could get the gi. I never went to oh, a karate yeah. class. I only wanted the outfit. So they <laughs> signed me up for a karate class <laughs> get the outfit so I can be at home and I watched the Tommy instructional video. So that's how I taught myself karate. Because I didn't go to any of the real the real classes. I mm -hmm. wanted to learn from Jason David Frank instead. Of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Power Rangers Master. definitely led to an increase in karate class enrollment. But yes, it did also lead to recesses of like, what do you guys want to do this recess? 
um, do you want to fight like Power Ranger? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. And just like the wimpiest little kick said, like the moment uh, we saw authority, it's like scram, amps gray. Yeah, you I know had, a Power Ranger fan if like you see someone throw a kick and go yeah, 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 yeah. Like they all always had the sound effects, right? In any yeah. kicks they threw that accompanied it. Yes. Oh, that's how you know. That's that's Ranger style, Turtle yeah, style. That's, that's what you learn. That's what you learn. You yeah. say maybe you throw a cowabunga in there, but you aren't <laughs> accompanying. Um, mm-hmm. um, you know what it led to for me was this is some of my other negative Power Rangers association was uh, 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 one time o- only once I was like walking up in the hills by by this park and then some kids came up to me younger kids than me little. Oh, wow. I'm wearing sunglasses, which was enough for them to say, hey, you're Lord Zed. <laughs> And what? I was, and I said defensively, "No, I'm not." <laughs> and they said, "Yeah, you're him." And I was like, "No!" And I ran away from the littler children. Oh wow! There was no threat. For all I knew, they could have liked that I was Lord Zed. Mm-hmm. There was no violence. They didn't start kicking me. There weren't little kicks, mm. little kicks in my direction. <laughs> uh, but somehow that was scarring enough for me to remember still. And that held, and this held me back from being able to truly embrace what's on the screen right now. Wow, um, that's sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry to. That's uh, what a what a dark memory. Being told I, don't I know was why Lord Zed. Sunglasses made you Lord Zed. I mean, he's got sort of the visor. Like a, what, what kind of sunglasses were they? Were they like the, the old like the the rape the weird. Uh, <sighs> square ones knowing me and my lack of style ever they were probably abnormally large and aviator like <laughs> for a little child so, head yeah were they red and then they had like a metal mask under it also was that <laughs> oh, you were, that's the right. sunglasses you were wearing yeah, with a little yeah, like yeah. kind of spike coming up <laughs> yes yeah. there was all those <laughs> and that that industrial <laughs> gnarled metal that covered my mouth and it was that time in puberty when your muscles were exposed oh yeah where my where my the flesh my the, skin uh, got completely translucent yeah. and you could see everything inside me that's probably why um, now, so that was not a good Zed memory for me. This is a new Zed memory that I like because for the listener, what we're looking at is final. They do in a Rod Stewart esque display of oh. rock and roll spectacle. They create a big Lord Zed, and how do they do it? By making a, a big inflatable figure done kind of like King Kong, and initially was done at Universal Studios, where it's kind of like torso up. Mm-hmm. So that saves a little bit. They don't have to make all those legs. Uh, so it's just kind of chest up and they puppeteer him kind of, I assume by it's probably just like uh, a dozen guys in black clothes back there, just like shaking him around wildly. And it is cool. And this involves the, the kid participation and what Johnny said he, he recalls strongly from, from being there. So, so here's this. I now surround you. <laughs> the scariest kid, kid, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Little Bobby Budnick. Pyro. All right, we need the extra power now. It's time. Yes. Tommy, uh, Tommy's little. Sa- Sabo? Sabo? Oh, yeah, yeah. We need more light. More light. More light. More light. More light. More light. How good does that thing look? I do love that effect. Just it's really cool, it yeah. And then that, you know, obviously he gets defeated, which is just him inflating. They just let the air out, and then he just mm-hmm. flops down onto the stage and kind of ignore, hey, kids, don't worry about all that loose skin. Yes. <laughs> the square, the vast square footage of loose skin kicking around the stage. Mm-hmm. 
That yes. does illustrate, though, one of the things I didn't like as a kid it was like, why does only Tommy has have his weapon? Like, oh, he has yeah. his sword. Uh, Scott, uh, shortly into the first season, all the Power Rangers each got a different weapon. And then when they were really in a pinch, they would combine their weapons to make a gun. <laughs> Which Whoa. is kind of weird to <laughs> yeah. say in yeah. retrospect. Like the, guy, like the guy who tried to attack uh, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> the real knife and fake gun combined. Yeah. So thing, yeah. that was a big deal for me as a kid. And the toy makers were kind of psyched oh, yeah. too. Because, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, eventually the next line of action figures had the weapons and the blasters. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also had blasters that kind of became nightsticks and then definitely became switchblades. Mm. <laughs> That's a good point. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. had one of those. I had the. The gun, yeah, the regular gun from the first seat. Would you like open it and it would turn into a blade? Yes. Yeah. Uh, what what, what do you got on the? Fr- I'm curious about. Was do you have a clip from this martial arts? Oh, I do. Video yes, from yes. the Jason Davis. Yes. Oh, I love it. I do oh, have a I clip. Uh, um, let me look. Which real Johnny, quick. you did that. So you had this. Tape. I did this. this. Was your yes. education in this area? Yes. Yeah. Um, this is this is what prepared me for professional wrestling. I think. It uh, this is. I didn't actually go training at a school for pro wrestling. I just did this. This is. This is where I develop my skills from. I hope yeah. this doesn't have like the answers to any of your uh, weaknesses. Does this give your opponents uh, it potential? Might, it might, yeah. <laughs> and like the it Z might. spot, you don't have a Z spot, do you? Like buddy, it's <laughs> hidden though. It's harder to find. It's, oh, it's, okay. it's not it's, right. Yeah, I'm not gonna tell you where it is. It's not advertised. Uh, uh, <laughs> clip seven. This is when Tommy's giving some sort of instruction. He's telling you what not to do about yeah. uh, with his martial arts training. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, whenever you're ready, uh, and it's a long video. It's like an hour long. Oh yeah, and here it is, all of it. Yep. We're just Unless go you can control your mind. Once you do this, your body will fall along. Okay. If you know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what Tommy oh. is talking about. Alpha, please don't interrupt. Sorry, Zordon. Mean to Alpha for no now, reason. Before we get started, here's a few rules. Have about a couple drinks. Take some tequila really shots. First, remember to practice martial arts either at home, in a large open area, okay. away from lamps, furniture, you know, the stuff that can break or hurt you, or in a karate that. school like this one. Oh. And always make sure there's an adult there when you're practicing. Either your oh. sensor or your mom and dad. So I'll this bring is up really important. The, the point oh, yeah, I'm making one, one second. place you especially don't want to practice martial arts. Dragon sword! <laughs> 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 uh, no. Hey guys, you know better than that. It's the Green Ranger! Why don't you guys tell us why you shouldn't practice martial arts at school? We well, don't know, we wanted to. Right, someone could definitely get hurt. What else? And you can get in trouble. So make sure you two guys remember that, okay? Alright? Okay. Okay. Alright? Well? So, here's what's confusing about this clip if you know the show at all. He says, don't do this at school. He makes it very clear, do it in a karate space or a gym or whatever. That's the set of the school that he's in from Power Rangers. Yeah. So he's pretending he's gaslighting a bunch of kids saying, (laughs) this is not the school you see on the TV TV every week. I just put a bunch of mats down in the cafeteria, but this is a karate school, not school. Don't do... Yeah. Don't fight in school. I think my first question if the Green Ranger appeared in front of me would have been, hey, man, can I see your giant flute knife? I really want to <laughs> take a look at that flute slash knife. It is. A, he has a flute. He, he is. is like a, a, it's like uh, an ocarina knife. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he like kind of plays it like this. Do you have that, Johnny? Do you have that toy? Yeah, I don't want I don't want to flex or anything, okay. but I have a 24 karat gold version of it. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Have, oh, yeah. We got, can you play it? it? Yeah, is on. it playable? <laughs> the no, reveal is, you're uh, in shorts. Okay, hold on. <laughs> this is a San Diego Comic Con wow. exclusive. Oh my uh, god. 
It's dusty. Uh, it hasn't been I did not get it from San Diego Comic-Con. I saw it on a documentary and I was like, wait a minute. They made a 24 karat gold dragon dagger and uh, wow. Candace got it for me for Christmas <laughs> from, from eBay. Because like I brought up, like the you can get anything anymore <laughs> on sure. eBay. But uh, yeah, so this is a uh, limited edition oh. uh, 24 karat gold Oh my Whoa, god, that looks incredible. Wow. I know, right? Clap for wow. that. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. Can it uh, but it's not play it's can you play it? I think so. Yeah, hold on. It's think. a you can wow. do a concert with this? Yeah, hold on. This is unbelievable. Oh, oh hold on. Demonstration you gotta coming. You got to hold down the, the the so it's like you're blowing on it. Hold on. <laughs> new the new theme song. Oh, is it working? Hold on. Oh, sorry to put you on the spot here. There oh, we go. Oh. There it is. Oh, it's the theme. Oh. It's a song. Okay. The famous, that's how you that's summon the calling the, the, the dragon, dragon sword. sword. Yeah. yeah. A little tune. Oh my God. Wow. That's awesome. I think like you do things and it like. Sure. Yeah. It's also yeah. good for home yeah. defense. It is great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so a 24 karat gold dragon dagger exists. That's, uh, wow. that's wild. Damn. That's yeah, awesome. Right. <laughs> That's an item. I'm impressed yeah. by that, and I, I didn't even grow up with this show. I know, right? <laughs> did you have, uh, or did, would you have a favorite of all the toys back there, Power Rangers or not, or anything else? Uh, so, like, I, mean, like the, I think, like I said, the 24 karat gold Dragon Dagger is probably my biggest flex. Yeah, yeah. Kinda like, <laughs> you kind of laid, you got to threw a softball up for me. Sure. Uh, I didn't but, realize. Like, I, I, I am such a big Spider-Man, the animated series fan, mm -hmm. so I have, like, the complete set collection of all the Spider-Man the animated series toys, like the original or the new retro ones. The original, yeah, I have the retro, oh, wow. I have the new retros as well. But uh, the original, like the OG. Oh yeah, I see it there. That's, yeah, 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 they're all up here. And like I said, like I'll I'll, I'll pan the camera up. But uh, I have like the Daily Bugle yeah, playset. Yeah. I have the, the Tri Spider Slayer. Wait, and all those? I, I like, didn't see all those helmet. Those those yeah, life size oh, yeah, Ranger yeah, helmets. There's, back there. there's a literally a Lord Zed helmet right there. There it is. Yeah. Jeez, wow. Wow. Yeah. And are yeah, they terrifying? They, I'm not asking you to do this, but are they wearable? You want to? You, you want to see them? Mm, kind of. It's up to you. Yeah, <laughs> I can grab them if it's easy. Only if it's, it's easy. easy. It is easy. Okay, if it's easy, yes, I do want to. Uh, now look, it's not just him because I just went to a birthday party that you guys were at. And uh, the there was a present at the birthday party. Wait, here wait, he's got. Oh it. yeah, okay, yeah. Let's oh my go. god, look at it. There you it's, go. It's the beautiful. Lord's Ed helmet. It just goes over my head for at least. You can't. Yeah, it has yeah. like a. Uh, <laughs> it has like a I voice modulator as well, to where you can talk like Lord Zed. Oh wow! Wow. wow. Yeah, so you can, <laughs> why did oh, we do the man. whole episode that way? <laughs> I know. I should. I should have just wore this the whole wow. time in the podcast and talk like Lord Zed. Lord Zed. If you would just popped up like that at the beginning, I mean, I we've all been zooming and uh, uh, and Google Hangouting for years now, but that would have been the most terrifying thing of this entire <laughs> pandemic oh. run. Like Lord Zed has joined the yeah, chat. Happy That's birthday! True. It is true. Happy oh, birthday no. over Zoom. <laughs> I figured this is the first time we met, so I probably ease into the Lord Zed showing up. Yeah, that's fair. Sure. <laughs> next oh, time, what yeah. about a heart attack? The next time continued. I do the podcast, Lord Zed will show. Lord Zed reviewing Living with the Land. Oh, that'd have been good. This is yeah. boring ride. No scientists. <laughs> I couldn't even find the scientists. They were supposed to be in the lab. What about cast members? Why don't they give the tour anymore? <laughs> These puny hydroponics do not impress me. 
Yeah, so that'll be a good thing to look forward to. Um, yeah. What else yeah. should we hit about this about this live show? Do you have Do you have clips? Is there anything? Or Johnny, do you have any memories of this that we that we have missed? Uh, uh, is there something part of the spec? We 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 hit the magic. We hit the uh, pre recordings yeah. of clips of Power Rangers running That's very gist, slowly through a meadow. Uh, but what what uh, any other memories of this uh, this fun childhood event? I'm trying to think now. Uh, so like I said, like the the I think. It's kind of backtracking a bit, but one of the biggest letdowns to me was they did this big introduction, like the the Zords are going to be coming. So they do like, oh, we're going to go to get the Zords. And then like we talked about, like the Zords are just on the screen the whole time. Like they couldn't spring production for just to have like one yeah. Zord show up and just kind of roll out. They have a big hollow monster, a big inflatable Lord Zed. They couldn't have a big inflatable Megazord or anything like that. But I mean, that was my biggest letdown. Uh, yeah, of, they had two of them. Of the actual people not showing up, but sure, they have. Yeah, they had two inflatables maybe at the end. Because I get yeah, you want to save that for the big, the big finale. But yeah, if it, then the Megazord came out and attacked. What is it called? Uh, the, oh, I'm gonna be so, I'm so embarrassed. What is it called when the Megazord and the Dragonzord combine? Is there a name for it? Oh, I'm trying to remember now. So like I don't Ultra even remember now. Dragon, Ultra Megazord? Mega, Mega Dragonzord or something, maybe? Oh, it might be Mega Dragonzord. And then, there was different incarnations of it because they like right. changed the names as things Yeah, it's the White Tiger. Like, White Tiger Zord, yeah. It's, that, yeah. it's the White Tiger Zord in this right. instance. And then it becomes... One of my, I had that too. I had that toy too. Yeah, it, uh, but then his next one he gets is a giant falcon that the tips of the uh-huh. uh, wings oh, I remember th- this. are missiles. So like the falcon <laughs> would like fold its wings and then it would just launch missiles. Like mm. I thought that was the coolest thing as a kid. That is good. Wow. I can't okay. be mad at so, that. I, I wrote this down. I don't know about you guys, but uh, the putties to me. So yeah. watching watching yeah. it back, it really felt like the putties were going into business for themselves. Like at one point... <laughs> At one point, the putties are just like doing like dances yeah. and like yeah. they kind of had a little they kind of had a little bit of tumble monkey to them from uh, Lion King. Uh, like they, they kind of had a little bit of like a, they do one of the most amazing things roll. I've ever seen as well, where they were all sitting in like a row and they turn over where they're all on top of each other. But also thinking back, like the putties are like doing this very intricate dance number. They're like going into the crowd and like high fiving kids. And like being genuinely pretty cool yeah. to these children. And then like the children just still want to see them get killed. Like I'm very surprised the kids didn't kind of turn their backs on the Power Rangers and be yeah. like, well, the putties are so so much more relatable for me now. And they're, they're like coming out and five. talking to us. Yeah. Like they're, they're up, right there. Up close they're with like me. one of us. The Power they're Rangers are celebrities yeah. up on yeah. a pedestal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, yes. They were, putties were having fun with the kids. Yes. And it does seem odd. It feels like, yeah, they were not maybe supposed to do that, but like they're just no. one. They didn't want to be mean to kids. They wanted the kids to like. They were desperate for the kids' affection, maybe. So they were like, yeah, goofing around more. Like, I wonder if there was like an instance where, like, when the show first started, the putties were too scary. Yeah. And the kids were too, like, oh, we don't like these putties. We're like, we got to make this way more silly than it needed to be. That's why they added the magic and they added the, <laughs> the weird, yeah. uh, the beat, the, the uncomfortableness with Rita. But <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, it would have been funny if the kids, like, silently protested the Rangers. And they like yeah. all turn their back to the Rangers during the middle of the show <laughs> to say we don't care for what you're doing. No like these more also, light. No. It was more also light. interesting to me that like they took so they made spoiler alert for anyone <clears> that's <throat> gonna watch this on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> they took the yellow and black ranger and kind of eliminated them for like a good portion right. of the show. Yes. And, like you came to see these two and they got turned into a monkey and a bird. 
and you don't get to see them get their full action on until the very end. And they have this like long dialogue and pre-recorded video of like, oh man, sucks. We're birds now. <laughs> what are we going to do? Um, yeah. Also creates some fun Zordon stuff of him saying, bad news. The the <laughs> Black Ranger and the Yellow Ranger birds now. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. like his, I, I, I like talking like Zordon. I feel like Zordon is kind of a, like, you do Zordon, it's not just that you go deep, it's that it's kind of like a Kermit the Frog, but pitched That's down. Good. It's yeah, sort of, it's got that nasally thing to it. Hi-ho, He's also Zordon sad. He, here. He's also sad. He also sounds very yeah. sad. Yeah, oh. pretty sad, Saki. Yeah. I didn't, they didn't take me on tour. They wouldn't spring for me. <laughs> There should be a I had too many writers. I got greedy. <laughs> there should be a toy. I feel like Brian put- Cranston didn't do that at all. <laughs> no. Yeah. Brian Cranston was just straight up Brian Cranston when just he played him. Zordon. He wanted Gravitas. There should be a no, no. Zordon Jesse, toy. I mean, Yellow Ranger. <laughs> There's a Zordon toy where you put your head in a tube and then it gives oh. you Zordon voice. That's good. That yeah. is good. It makes you, say, it makes you sad, too. <laughs> it makes you There's sad. There's a depressive agent. There's was, a depression <laughs> gas. I was having there. a good day today, and now I'm not. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. People don't know what it's like having to live in a tube. Poor Zordon. It's not that easy being <laughs> in a tube. So you're a Zordon fan, maybe, first and foremost. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I like, I like Cranston <laughs> one, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only voice that I embrace. It's the opposite of an I.I.I. So, <laughs> so your Ooze, Zordon, those are your top two guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yes, I have a good, I have an answer for who are my Power Rangers guys. For sure, yeah, okay. it is Zordon and, and Ooze, which I was saying, we went to a birthday party where our friend Andrew and the party oh, favor yeah. was was a, a, a playing card. It was like a fun pack of mm-hmm. playing cards that he hadn't opened, and so you didn't know what was going to be inside, and I feel like I hit the jackpot because not only did I get a pack of playing cards from Power Rangers, the movie movie specifically as opposed to the show which were Mm -hmm. also in the packs i don't know what you guys got but my pet i was just opening it like please ooze please ooze give me ivan ooze (laughs) a character we did an episode about on the patreon who i didn't care about or had seen before until Mm -hmm. we did that one of my favorite things we found and not one but two oozes look at that it's no uh you know it's it's no like ivan ooze rookie cards yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it was when he was in his prime. He was never better than in 95, yeah. Yeah. including the one that Jason, you remarked on as soon as I sent it. This is really the, this is the prime card. Ooze on first. Oh, wow. Oh, that's good. Ooze on oh. first. Oh, yeah. I appreciate Third that. Base, yeah. See, classic routine, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, love wow. these cards. Thank you, uh, Andrew. Yeah, that's um, great. Well, what if we, uh, I mean, maybe we're coming to a close. This thing seems like, I think I would have enjoyed it if I went. Yeah. Um, the guys who put it together were feeling pretty high on it. I have one more quote from rock and roll impresario Ricky Farr. Mm, cool, he says this, I can't tell you who, but I've already been asked by a major artist, a household name, if I can incorporate into his next show some of the kind of magic and illusions that we're representing with the Power Rangers live on tour. Wow. Who do so, we think it is? Who is it? Who do we think that is? Okay, I know that he, as I said, Rod Stewart is name-checked a lot, but the other one I saw a bunch that this guy represented apparently was Morrissey. Wow. Oh, strangely, wow. he's taken, maybe he gets a Morrissey call on one phone, hangs up, takes a Power Rangers call, Wow. So I and I'm no Morrissey. I don't have him memorized whatsoever. But does anyone recall Morrissey having a bunch of magic <laughs> that one of Morrissey's enemies was shrunk and put into a cage way above? In the a stage. big inflatable version of himself. A big Morrissey. I don't remember that. Mega Morrissey. He's in his final form. Did he make a giant inflatable guy wearing a shirt that said like? 
the meatpacking industry. You oh, know, and yes, he had to maybe. All oh, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that. Yes, more veganism, more veganism. I look up Morrissey Inflatable. Let's see. Just let, you know, just anybody, I guess, out there, think about it. If you saw something in 96, 97 or so where there was a big inflatable guy, a bunch of magic tricks, um, this could, I, this seems like an area where the Power Rangers might have had some lasting influence mm. and understandably because what concert what concert wouldn't be made better by a, a huge inflatable inflatable uh oh. there was even discussion after that of um this is really weird uh uh, okay, what about further possibilities of morphin rock cross-pollination? Might we someday see an arena spectacular in which Lord Zed, weary of battling the unflagging Power Rangers, turns his nefarious attentions instead to somebody like Trent Reznor? Whoa! What? And then the guy responds, well, with a chuckle, Nine Inch Nails is a client of mine, and I'm afraid poor Lord Zed wouldn't stand a chance against Trent. But wow. I think he'd stand a pretty fair chance against Pink, Loy Pink Floyd's pig. <laughs> So we're imagine. I love that. Like this is an article in the oh, L.A. Wow. Times where an adult is imagining scenarios <laughs> where Lord Zed fights Trent Reznor and wow. the Pink Floyd Pig. That's awesome, by the way. Yeah, what yeah. a life! Rock and roll impresario Ricky Fargo. Lord Zed being like, I hurt myself <laughs> today <laughs> to, to see. <laughs> He got the, Trent got the soul job, not me. <laughs> Damn it, I wanted that Oscar. Uh, gosh, well, there's still, I mean, there's still possibility of Zed. Maybe if Reznor scores a Zed movie, like a Zed origin movie. Oh, yes. Oh, wait, why aren't we breaking them off into, did the first one not do well enough? Yeah, I want spinoffs. Uh, I want, yeah, Zed Solo, <laughs> Ooze Solo, obviously. They canceled the sec the remake, right? Then they were going to do a sequel to the Power Rangers. Yeah, I think Brian so, Cranston. yeah. I think they canceled it. I don't think it did super young Zed. Well. I want no. young Zed. Yeah. Or young, young Zed is like a show on NBC. Yes, he's like a little boy. <laughs> right every young rock. He's a little young yeah. Zed shows up. And he's a little boy, but his muscles are potent. You can see his muscles. Yeah. And that's Good. it. Played uh, by Johnny Gargano. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Uh, who could it be? Oh, wait, I was saying no, you. you. Was saying I was saying you, you are no, young Zed. Oh, I don't want that. I don't want that responsibility to play young Zed. I can't bring that character to life. That's like Hamlet. Oh, I, that's like <laughs> Hamlet. You got something. the helmet already. <laughs> I do have the helmet. I do have the helmet. If that's the only requirement, then yes, I can play young Zed. Owning the Hasbro helmet. I got it. I got it in the bank. Well, hopefully at least Power Ranger Live people come to you after this, after I gave them the idea that you should stop wrestling and become a full-time Power Ranger live performer. I'd love to. I'd love to. So people out there, do it. Do it. uh, Yeah. Any of the Power Ranger Live people out there that wants to see me on stage as uh, the Green Ranger or White Ranger in this instance, I'm I'm more than down. Yeah. I'm prepared. I'm fully prepared. I'm trained. Yes, you are. I have which, a certificate to prove it. You have a great reel. Yeah, <laughs> and that's good because the later seasons of Power Rangers, they're getting slammed into concrete a lot more often. Is so, that true? No one's kidding. <laughs> <laughs> could be good for yeah. practical, yeah, more practical effects. I haven't watched oh, it in a while. Oh, God, Jason David Frank came back for this episode. He got German suplex on the <laughs> concrete. <laughs> yeah, he's a tough guy. Jason David Frank and yeah. uh, Austin St. John, right? Yeah, Austin St. John, they came back a lot they did they, they are did. like recently recently yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah i think so yeah they're in the family yeah so anyway jason david frank in my in my memory it was like the number one guy of my childhood like no one touched yeah. jason david frank like oh, Shawn sure. michaels it's like a one two of jason david frank and Shawn michaels to me sure it was like my my role models growing up yeah i can see that uh yeah Jay, tommy uh, was very cool he was so cool mm-hmm. and he like kimberly liked him he did wow he did. If I, <laughs> 
If so I much so that I didn't even have a favorite Power Ranger until Tommy showed up. I like, oh, wow. I like held my reservations. I was like, I don't know. I'm not feeling anyone yet on this team. Mm-hmm. And then Tommy showed up and I was like, there's my guy. There's my guy right there. <laughs> I think everyone felt that way. I, yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, I am unlocking some sort of memory where I was like, then maybe Kimberly would like me if I was as cool as Tommy. <laughs> I think I did like... I do think I liked Kimberly. I do think so. So sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, who wouldn't? Yeah. Come on. Uh, well, I think you served as a uh, a White Ranger, uh, upping the the stakes and the quality of of this episode. Jenny Gargano, you survived podcast the ride. Mm. Thanks so much for joining us uh, from afar and via video. This is a blast. Let's exit through the gift shop. Is there anything you would like to plug? Uh, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the Johnny wrestling. You can find me on YouTube at Johnny Gargano, Twitter, Johnny Gargano, Instagram, Johnny Gargano, all those fun things. I do, uh, I do a bunch of fun stuff. So yeah, check those things out. Cool. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, this is a blast. Thank you so much for giving us so many, an excellent toy store to look at. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> anytime, anytime you guys want to come visit the toy store, feel oh, free to hop on you. over. Get, sure. the, get oh, that geez. serotonin hit from yeah, childhood. Right. <laughs> Um, and as for us, you can find us on the socials at Podcast The Ride. We got merch in our T Public store. Uh, and for three bonus episodes every month, check out Podcast The Ride, the second gate at patreon.com slash podcast the ride. Uh, and for a, a pickle that with a smell <laughs> that will linger in your memory for decades, it's gherkin. Gotta be gherkin. Check out gherkins, everyone. <laughs> the gherkin man speaks, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> the new mascot. So long. Goodbye. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.